1: This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This Week in League, the Ottoman keeps dishing out the big hits in the Northern Territory, allegedly.
0: Glenn's been gone a month and Run TMB has reverted to Nun TMB.
1: Todd Greenberg is so delighted with the success of his bunker, he announces new initiatives
0: called the Reichstag and Auschwitz. Well, we preview all the action for round five of the 2016 NRL season.
1: All that and more this week in League. Welcome to episode 215 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. Welcome to all our new listeners. As always, this year has been kind of crazy. I mean, given the, the tumultuous start to the season, um, <clears throat> with the, the statistically for this show, like the it's not a hockey stick, but it's like since episode one to episode four, I think it's like, our day one, like day one's always our biggest spike. Like we, we've got like day one, and then you know the next four days are like the four big days, and then it just bubbles away for the rest, and then it goes bam, spikes up again. Our day one is like gone up to like fifty percent, like like it's significantly larger. Um, over the, just got a kid's going to step up, step up, step up. So, um, I can only say it's the
0: Jared effect, frankly. So, congratulations. Look, it, it could to your own audience. It could also be that I've created a a Twitter account where I'm promising free reach-arounds to anyone that downloads the podcast for the first time. Oh, I can't
1: believe that hasn't um. been retweeted. <laughs> so I like reach-arounds. <laughs>
0: no, it's, it's, it's a new new trend. It's called uh, DMs on the DL.
1: DMs. <laughs> so yeah, Matty Bowen would be a fucking... Uh, Sliding in. So. <laughs> yeah, Matty Bowen would be... A, he's a key yes. investor and uh, the number one advisor on that one, no doubt. But, uh, um, <laughs> no, I, I
0: guarantee that it is due to... Listeners out there, sharing, telling their friends, putting it on Facebook, sharing it on Twitter. So but Glenn is
1: dead, and you can come back now. <laughs> <laughs> in any case, it's fucking, it's, it's fantastic though. Um, being that we're recording on Wednesday for a, you know very early hours of uh, Thursday release, and Thursday night football still exists in uh, at this stage of the season, uh, we'll, we'll try and punch through things a bit quicker to so everyone's got time to listen to it. Um, although we had you know people loving the three hour episode. Can assure you that won't happen again, if we can possibly help it. Um, mailbag, uh, Mario Siegs, can I register my vote for Janus underscore Mateus as Rookie of the Year already? Yes, you can, sir. Registered, noted, and uh, if he continues his fine form, then um, yeah, he'll be on the he'll be on the ballot at the end of the season. He's doing a fine job though. Uh, DMC Briz. The UK report is worth it just to get a hit of the Sex Pistols each week. Also, love the fact they claim to speak English.
0: He does know there's this thing called iTunes, Um, where where he can probably get the Sex Pistols on demand anytime he wants. (laughs)
1: Spotify, and go to YouTube, probably watch a video, you know. Okay.
0: But, you know. Hey, keep listening. (laughs)
1: Hey, this show is educational and entertaining. Lovely. It's Mutsy, or it's Mutsy. I like to say it's Mutsy. He said, uh... Where is he, uh... Oh, I've missed his tweet. Yeah, sorry. Thanks for the welcome on the show last week. Um, I only found the podcast in the week leading up to last year's grand final. So uh, welcome, a ver- very new listener there. And uh, yeah, it's great to have you on board, Mutzi. And um, hopefully that's, you know, is, is, you know M- Mutzelberg or Mutzelberg. Mutzelberg. Sounds like an sounds. interesting place to visit. It does. It does. A lot of cunts. Um, M51 Avoider. I'd love to give a shout out, it was indeed his uh, his birthday, I was correct, I mentioned that last time, and uh, also shout out to him as being the first person that I can recall who uh, who dropped the nun tmb call, it was an excellent call sir, That's fantastic. and uh, he, he said, uh, did anyone mention the stifled yawn from Jay? No, no one did, which is funny, because if Glenn ever dared to do it, we'd get fucking 20 tweets about it, they're <laughs> like, oh he's fucking sniffing, sniffing, <laughs>
0: Yes, no, I was, I was a little bit tired last week I after thought, yes, the. Uh, I was too though. Two hours, forty-minute marathon that we. Yep,
1: yep, that's right. It was definitely a test. I mean, you know, you're not, you haven't got your fitness up yet. Yeah, oh. you know, it was, it was too much too soon. Short turnaround. Yeah, that, you know? that's it. But um, you know, you did a wonderful job, and you, you weren't sniffing though, which is the thing. <laughs> but it'll come. We're into the, in the winter months where usually one or both of us will be struck down by a fucking cold that won't leave.
0: I was just going to develop a, a, raging cocaine habit. Develop, wreck my nose. <laughs> develop, you say.
1: <laughs> develop. Continue, expand. <laughs> the, more, the more appropriate. Uh, at Nathan L. 1980. Why are all these people whinging about too much Manly on the pod? I'm still waiting for a dedicated 45 minute segment. Hash This Week in Manly. Someone actually registered that Twitter account. <laughs> wow. That's dedication. I, I, yeah, I know this because I sort of just i did a tweet. I did a tweet. I did a search on Twitter once and just like, you know, the. Just to see what was out there, what was you know what was gone, what was available on there. Uh, that was that was gone pretty quickly, and uh, I promise it wasn't me. Uh, Hoop Dog 87, and uh, he is uh, a very good friend of the show as of this week. But he said I- I've thoroughly enjoyed the dead air the last few weeks on this week in league. Brilliant radio, easily the world's premier rugby league podcast. And so I said, I hope you meant like the deliberate, (laughs)
0: like
1: the deliberate dead air for effect. (laughs) And there wasn't something like I didn't fuck up and leave like, you know, a music track out or something where it needed to be. But no, apparently it's a deliberate one. So that's great. Um, Janis Mateus, Yanis underscore Mateus. He said, "Uh, please don't do a three hour episode. Sick of cunts complaining. You're talking about your team on your own podcast. Ash, the outrage. I love this dude. I'm always prepared to bestow him (laughs) as—he's a revelation. Yeah. Well, no, I don't mean revelation. Fucking calm down. I mean revelation is at least the listener. You know, at least like the you know the 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 super fan of the year or the listener of the year sort of thing.
0: Look at at this stage, who's outdoing it? Revelation stakes. He hasn't got it sewn up. He's not in the bag. Look at this stage of two horse
1: race between uh, Giannis and uh, the bunker. (laughs) The NRL bunker. Maybe will. Maybe
0: Will Hopewright's minister.
1: Yeah, we'll get into that too. Uh, there was a the talk about the the safe word, or you know, how should you greet someone if you suspect they're a member of Twill Nation, but you don't know for sure. You know what would be the the code word that would reveal that, in fact, you know you you know, you are. And uh, at Lynn Shields said uh, the word the word should be hash refs fault. Uh, You know that could just be an eastern suburb supporter, really. So uh, that that doesn't particularly work. Uh, at Special K online words to use oi cunt, Warmer. Get in there uh, at Delorean Grey. Uh, read the secret signal when you recognise one of Tour Nation. How about saying just Scott Minto?
0: Mm, you no. know what? No, that too. Too many people would just say yes. It'd be too confusing. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Why? Why are you bringing up the tenth immortal rugby league immortal yeah. again? Scott Minto. Yes, I have a tattoo of him.
1: Yeah, I remember I remember the time he saved Egypt. <laughs> did yeah. you ever read all that Wikipedia stuff? Someone someone did this massive Scott Minto Wikipedia edit a couple of years ago. It was fucking hilarious. And there was like one category that was like Scott in Egypt. And it was talking about like saving the pyramids and shit. And it was like, oh, just tremendous. If you go to Wikipedia, search for Scott Minto and what you'll see, what you'll be confronted with is an incredibly bland um and and quite frankly, you know, unfactual <laughs> account of Scott Minto's career and life. Go into the revision history though. <laughs>
0: and see and what take was. It,
1: and take it back in time you probably you might have to go back about a decade but take it back and you look at the reasons for the um for the deletions or the reversal of the edits and look for the ones that are like vandalism and stuff and then you might find that, that one was got me though in Egypt because fucking one of my favorite things Everyone on Wikipedia yeah. it was tremendous um this week in Luke Dawn there's no sh- no uh segment this week as the schedule over there um you know they had the the Easter stuff where you know teams are playing on like you know the Friday and the Monday and things so the, their recording for their episode doesn't line up with us this week, Um, so the boys will be back soon, it might be next week, maybe the week after, I think they may be having two weeks off though. Um, Facebook had a message uh, from, uh, I don't know if if I'll give out his name, but uh, hey mate, my, my team is leading the Twill group for Supercoach, Ramming Robbo, been on board since the early teens, just not on Twitter, a heap of us from my mind site listen religiously and always have a laugh, when you go through and mention my team, can you say it's named after Robbo I'll, I'll just, I'm going to paraphrase what he says here. It's named after Robbo the cunt who wants the entire crew to run a train on him. He thrives on it and it would probably pull the pit up for 10 minutes while we regain our composure. No drums if you don't want we'll to do all good. <laughs> so yeah, shout, shout out to Robbo and um, Choo Choo, mate. Now... <laughs> and I'm just going to show, gonna show wow. Jay... So Jay actually... <laughs> The part, the part know. that I didn't say but well. yeah. good, 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 on, good on you Robbo And I mean Morale's important Over in those Fly in fly out situations Where people yes. Are away from their families and that. Yes. So, so you um, You know
0: the, you Helping need, out the boys You need to keep A stiff upper lip yep. And if not that Keep something stiff On your upper lip Exactly Spot on
1: And uh, you do, you're doing A tremendous job And uh, you know It's uh, great to have All you guys listening And, um, and Robbo Yeah Chin up Knees down Email got an email from a long time listener and uh a dual el loco um attendee at tall hayden so and he's talking about the hoppawati situation and this is his two cents and we're going to get into it in the news section we're going to talk about the hoppawati thing as well um but here's his take just uh, for out of interest for you guys so i've heard a lot of backlash and really negative comments regarding will hoppawati's decision not to play sundays here's my two cents on the matter From reports, I've heard Hopper Jr. is an extremely nice young man, and let's be real, his father and some of his siblings definitely are not. It would have been easy for Hopper Jr. to turn into a violent, disrespectful thug bashing people in the street and performing unsolicited unsolicited prostate checks, but he didn't. (laughs) And he attributes his faith for moulding him into the man he is today. Football is undoubtedly important to him. People who state he doesn't care are wrong. However, at the end of the day, while football is a passion, it's a sport and it's just his job. He's come out and said there's something that's more important to him than the sport he plays and his job. I'll never begrudge someone for making the decision there's something more important to them than their job, be it family or faith. Hopper Jr.'s never made a secret of the fact his faith is more important to him than rugby league. He even left the game for two whole years for fuck's sake. He wouldn't have even signed with Para he wouldn't have even signed with Parrot and then the dogs if he didn't have a break, which was due to his commitment to his Faith. We can't now act surprised. Yes, he's extremely fortunate to play NRL and has played extremely well to do so. However, uh, Hopper Jr. apparently made it clear during contract negotiations and signings that he would put his faith first and did not watch to play on Sundays. If I went for a job interview and they said weekend work is a standard requirement, but they then agreed that due to my other obligations I would not work on particular days and the employer agrees, well then I'm not the wrong one and the wrong one when it comes time to put those other obligations in front of my job. People question his commitment and yes, the NRL, yet the NRL is full of professional athletes who are out during the week till 4am getting totally shit-faced during the season, yet their commitment's not questioned. Half of his team have been massively overweight for years, but again their commitment doesn't get questioned. NRL careers are very short. <laughs> I could not support forcing someone to put aside their values and belief for a, for a sport. A win-at-all-cost mentality is fine for fans, but for players and clubs, that mentality can't exist. There needs to be limits, otherwise we have drug cheating, salary cap rorting, convicted DV offenders signing for hundreds of thousands, etc, etc. I can understand that Dogs fans are annoyed as one of their players will be unavailable for a handful of games, but on this occasion, his reasons are valid. Will Hoppawade has made the stand to say that as a person, there's something that's more important to him than NRL. He will continue to manage both commitments to his faith and to his club, but when it's impossible to juggle both commitments and he has to choose between the two, his faith will be the number one priority. I support his decision and I'm disappointed that more fans don't. I'm thinking we should probably just go into that right now. Yep. Just to get yeah, while, yeah. while the let's, topic let's, is there, rather than break up with it. something else. <clears throat> I agree with most. I, I, in fact, I agree. I agree with everything that Hayden said. The only thing that um, the, uh, the only other point I would make is it's something that he hasn't hasn't mentioned, and. I would agree there are a lot of people going, you know, fuck him for, you know, for doing that. And Parramatta, you know, refused to do that. So, you know, obviously he ran into problems with Parramatta and, you know, signed for the dogs who did agree. So the first point is that, that his club agreed. So it's not a it's not a problem for him. He's not yeah, doing anything. He, he's not cunning them. They, they knew this going in with their eyes open and they, they you know, uh, compensated him for his services appropriately all the while knowing that, you know, whichever games turned up on Sundays, they wouldn't be getting, you know, his, his services for. Yeah. So they they knew. So I mean, it's not like he's he's not fucking the club over. They knew. I mean, maybe the, it's only just come out to the fans. So I can understand them being a bit like you know, oh, you know, like reactive. But the the club knew and they agreed and they're fine with it. So I mean, from that perspective, should be fine. The only thing is, if he's going to do this, then he needs to do it like you know, have some integrity around it and actually do it correctly, much like Michael Jones did, you know, in the All Blacks back in the day. He was, you know, he's probably the best player in the world at the time. Wouldn't play on Sundays because of, you know, mm. his strong Christian faith. Yep. And um, and while I don't, you know, whatever you think about, you know, religion and everything aside, I mean, he's fucking stuck to it, to massive financial and, and glory detriment to the point where there was a world cup he wasn't selected for because the schedule had them playing semi-final and quarterfinals on sunday yep so they just didn't didn't select him because they knew he wouldn't be able to play otherwise through his career he would have been the first guy picked for the all blacks i mean like he was that fucking good and so he didn't he didn't waver from it and he you know he he made his decision and he stuck to it you know with integrity through the course of his career the talk that, you know, Hopper Jr., Willie or or he'll assess at the time, you know, whether he plays a grand final on a Sunday. He needs to come out and just he needs to and just rule out and say no, because, you know, like haven't you fucking heard? Faith is too important to me, I'm it precludes me from playing on Sunday so I'm not mm-hmm. period. See so and, he- and if he's and if that's and if he says that then or not he doesn't have to fucking say it, he just has to do it. And, and and then I have zero problem.
0: I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure that I agree with that. That's a lot of what the problem is with religion anyway, that people expect people to call something out at one point and then stick to it forever. I'd actually be perfectly happy if Hopper said that, look, my faith's important to me, so I'm not going to play on the Sundays. Yeah. Kudos for the dogs for not going to the NRL and trying to say to them, look, we can't have any Sunday games because our fullback or winger or centre or yeah. wherever he's playing can't play Sundays
1: even if it was Jonathan Thurston I don't think a club would go to the NRL trying to pull that
0: oh if Greenberg was still in charge of the dogs that would have been the well, first thing really... he did that would have been <laughs> well, the first thing he well, did he, he would have just done it but, but he wouldn't have, uh, he would have gone yeah, to the NRL so, he just was at him yeah, however show. You know, I, I don't know much about the Mormon religion except it doesn't make any sense it probably makes even less sense or as much sense as Scientology just from what I've seen and
1: it's a new it's it's yeah it's funny it is new it's it's not as new as Scientology so it's not as maligned as Scientology it's got a little it's got a couple it's got some more decades in it
0: so therefore you it has it has fairly wealthy American backers whereas um, but it's
1: it's very new as well it's 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 not Scientology new but it's 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 also
0: it's also not as confrontational as Scientology because they still have a Jesus yeah. Anything yeah. that comes along and goes, Look, we've still got a Jesus
1: And there's no records of it's- Joseph of Joseph Smith having bets with, you know, to see if you can create a religion. <laughs> can you- <laughs> like Isaac Asimov or whoever fucking Hubbard had to bet p- with?
0: Can we please start a religion?
1: <laughs> uh, we, we have. It's called Tool Nation.
0: <laughs> I want everyone to go out and get a white tracksuit and a pair of black Nikes.
1: Tool Nation, every you know, you guys, you know, um you know, we like to Yeah, rather than reinvent the wheel, with with the religion, we could just basically, you know, cherry pick the best parts. Yeah. So, for example, tax exemption. Tax exemption. Um, Not having to work Sundays. You don't have you don't have to pay tax anymore. You don't have to work Sunday. Well, no, because this is Twill Nations' religion. I appreciate the Sunday thing. Yeah, I really do. But motherfucker, Friday night football, Saturday. You don't have to work Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday.
0: Let's face it, no story. No one in Twill Nations, you know, (laughs) 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 working. So.
1: so, and, 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 you know, while we're you know, on the topic at hand, you know, we're talking about the Mormons and everything. So like, you know, shout out to Jojo Smith. We'll uh, have as many wives as you want.
0: Yeah. Or husbands, if, that, if you're that way inclined. Exactly. We're not, we're not bigoted at all. Because
1: unlike Joseph Smith. Yeah. We, we, yeah you fucking, you can fuck whoever you please in, 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 in whatever quantities get you there quicker.
0: Do you know what I found out the other day? What? Just, just to digress again. There's two times in the Bible that yeah. God mentions that he dislikes homosexuals. Yeah, okay. He mentions eight times, eight times, that you'll burn for eternity if you eat prawns. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine that? You get to the pearly gates, you go, but I've, I've never sucked a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you with that tartar sauce, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but um, look I'd, I'd even be perfectly happy for Hopper Jr. to you know, get to the end mm-hmm. and then have a proper consultation with his religious leader mm-hmm. and say, this is important, and, uh, and I believe that through this I can show that I can be a good example to young people or whatever. Yeah, and that's a loophole, and we, that's definitely, that's the and, way that you do it, And if he it, yeah. and his religious leader can come to some sort of agreement where they're both okay with it, and it works in the framework of what they believe in, fucking go for it. I,
1: yeah, I don't even think it needs a consult with the religious leader because it's not being imposed by the religious leader. If it was, Israel fall out, like there's a bunch of,
0: oh, no, bunch no, of motherfuckers a bunch of that it would there. be imposed. Ben Hannaned. But I'm I'm just saying that because of his obvious commitment to the religion, he would seek advice from somebody he trusts. Um, Nanu, Nanu, you know, have you got a fax number for God? (laughs) (laughs) Let me, let me this. But um, I've got some, some personal experience with Scientologists. Oh, please divulge.
1: Scientology is, (laughs) it's it's like, it's a hobby of mine. I won't. Research about Scientology. (laughs) I won't,
0: but if there's any Scientologists down in Canberra, yeah, no. We'll, we'll leave it. We'll leave it at that. I'll
1: like, no, I'll, no. Fuck! You got to nah. say something. No, you can't. You,
0: no, no. I'll let I'll let it out at El Loco when I'm off my face.
1: All right, deal. So if if there's any reason that uh, you um
0: turn you, up you know, to El Loco and I'll tell you my tale. If you're
1: on the fence, if you're on the fence about El Loco, I mean, now you can actually get you know fantastic stories about clams and Xenu So, <laughs> 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 so look. You know, I think I think every I, I think reasonable people can you know they have the ability to to go, look, it's obviously you know it's, it's important if it's the decision he's made and it's not like he's trying to break his contract with his club or something yeah. like that, that, that. And he and he has and he hasn't on them now and, and they're like, Oh fuck, what are we gonna do crisis. They knew when they signed him, they agreed, um, who cares what he's being paid, that's up uh, that's between them and they came to a figure that obviously took into account that he wouldn't be playing for several weeks of the Mm year. Um, They're happy, he's happy.
0: And you know what? They probably didn't take into account that Morris would have a broken leg for half the year. Mm -hmm. And again, kudos to the Dogs. Without Greenberg, look what you can achieve as, you know, actual members of society. But for not pressuring him to go, look, no, you know, we agreed to that and we we didn't have fullback issues...
1: They get someone on the fucking, they get, so, they get someone on the book just going like, just going through, going, going fucking Go find a loophole. You got, you
0: got to find something that Joseph Smith said to
1: make his my uh, favorite on Sundays.
0: But, um, <laughs> no, look, what, one thing that, that I believe fairly firmly in and, and I think doesn't come up as much in this country as it should is that you can, you don't have to agree with what people say or believe. Yeah. But you have to agree with their right to say yeah. or believe it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yep. if if they're saying something cuntish or bigoted, mm. you also then have the right to debate them. Yep. If you feel like arguing with idiots. Yep. Uh, but in terms of his belief, who has the time? Yeah. Um, in terms of his belief, he's free to believe what he wants. He's not hurting anybody. Yep. Um, there, there are much there are much worse things out there to worry about in rugby league players than a guy having a bit of faith.
1: I'd much rather a guy not playing on Sundays than a guy fucking <laughs> blowing blowing point point you know one three one, after yeah. after doing double the speed limit and then spraying some fucking Moutain down his so, throat. Let,
0: um, let's have a reality check here.
1: Yeah, and just the final the final point I'd like to make um, to close the whole little segment of uh, the Hopper Junior thing off is that um, there's a there's a there's a concept. In this world that we know, as a moot point, and that is fucking like the dogs are going to make the grand final anyway. Why are we even having this discussion? <laughs> yeah as a general stuff um memberships basically at this stage just getting some designs together for the uh the snapback and the shirt uh those will be presented and um basically at the time when um you know you can you can buy your membership for the year so we'll have it up there you'll be able to make your choice what you want to get and and so on and we'll go from there so they shouldn't be too far away and uh you know from that it'll be a pretty quick turnaround the suppliers are on board and uh Ready to go, pretty much. Just got to
0: finalise the designs. Um, so uh, if, if they get the snapback, do they also get a This Week in League bus pass holder and s- school folder to put all their subject notes in?
1: I haven't I haven't even looked into that, but I mean, I'll tell you what, how about, you know, they get a sticker and they can put it on a manila folder. <laughs> they can put it on their fucking bag. <laughs> um, the good thing about snapbacks is that you're not investing too heavily in a, in a size of a fitted hat. You know what I mean, like
0: man. You you, you know, do you. You don't need to justify your choice of hats to me. No, because this is something
1: as a new arrival to the show. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> you would not understand the problems that introducing items with sizes <laughs> attached to them can cause <laughs> for people when when people can't read size charts and things like that it's it's, it's done it's I hear a you. fucking nightmare I hear but um you. yeah anything that's you know self sizing is tremendous and you know if you know you you know you develop like an ice habit or something and you know your head gets smaller you know, it's a shrinky skull. I don't know
0: Bit <laughs> a shave for the you're lice you so. covered <laughs>
1: Yeah, you know, you've got a l a you know, a beautiful head of hair and then you know all your hair falls out, you know, that's gonna take that's gonna take an inch off the circumference of your head. You know, so you can just go put it in a notch. <laughs> Too easy. <laughs> um the hoodies the hoodies are, are gonna be coming after the memberships. I just wanted to do a I'm not gonna mention anyone by name, but the person who recommended the supplier for the hoodies um and the basketball jerseys, I know you listen to the show, um I know you're back in civilization and will hear this. To tell your fucking mate to email me back because fucking hell, it took a long time to even get contact and then, uh, yeah, even longer to get a re- response. So, uh, yeah, if they want the business, it's fucking theirs. Yeah, you know, help a brother out. And if anyone else is, uh, you know, in the in the quality, quality zip up hoodie making market, fucking hit me up because, uh, yeah, you got some your business coming your way if you, if you, the goods, uh, the ladder timping comp, that was dead and buried. Fucking, it was dead as, as dead could be. Um, however, Went through the email archives and found uh, an initial Excel file that was used for the calculations. Um, It it wasn't the pretty final version, but it was a working example. Um, Handed it off to to one of the Michai hoops. Aka at Dog 87 so that's D A W G eighty seven, and uh, he used his XL powers to come to the rescue for the ladder tipping competition, uh, given the late notice. And this, as a competition, it means it's going to be great for you guys, but shit for the two of us. Um, is we'll give you guys until till to, to the start of Friday night football. Yeah, get,
0: I picked you, man your ladder to in. come second. How fucked am I? The
1: the two of us have picked we picked our ladders before the first week of games. Yeah, exactly. Everyone else had at least the first week of games if the comp was going ahead normally. But as it turns out, they've had like four
0: weeks of games. I'm at so least I'm at least gonna get spooners. I pick Newcastle no, the, for spoon.
1: The thing is, you will you will come back because these things yeah, do they, they do even rec- out they rectify over the course of a mm. season. And maybe this is going to cause people to take some missteps and like you know put the Titans higher than they should you know and that, that sort of thing. Um, yeah, put Roosters lower. I mean, because like the Roosters are not going to finish last. Like t- I mean, yeah, exactly. you know, with their roster and injuries, like they are, they're going to come back.
0: Yeah, don't um, say that though, or people won't put them fucking last. The Roosters will. The definitely come last fucking awful
1: they're actually put worse than Newcastle as far as, as, yes. as far as I'm concerned That's and it. you should absolutely put them last if you want to win this competition yes
0: I, I heard that they're going to have all their points docked
1: free tip so <laughs> yeah, yeah put Eels, them last Eels too a lot, of, yep. a lot of confident Eels fans I mean they're going to they're going to um, yeah, not be so happy when all the points get docked Oh, nice. I wonder how our ladder, our ladder tipping comp better fucking recognise that too and not just go off wins and losses these Ooh. go off wins that actually count there you go hoop dog Cracking the Excel file and uh, and hook that up for a brother, um, but it's just um you know it's it's not it's not ideal given there's some trends developed in the competition this year. <laughs> it's going to be easy for you guys to putting in tips like this fucking week, but um you know it's great to have the comp salvage. So um, send them to at hoopdawg87. That's h o o p d a w g eight seven on Twitter, and uh, yeah he'll uh, he'll load you in and uh, and keeps updated. And thank you very much. You are the finest of the Mitch-Eye and. Um, yeah done us a solid so thank you sir love your work okay so we've done the hopper story already so let's go straight to the next story and we just want to talk about manly schedule and um really for you know a little more than trolling purposes but um according to fox sports uh, the three games in 11 days that they're doing is equal with the roughest scheduling since the nrl came into existence in 1998 and um the storm have actually had it happen to them twice in 2000 and in 2015 um and manly be doing five games in 25 days um as well uh sorry the manly do yeah they'll be doing five games in 25 days and uh that is also the shittiest run since the NRL came into existence as well. So between rounds two and seven, that's, I mean, like you can kind of, you know, like three games in 11 days sounds bad, but when you, you know, you look at it, it's really only like the two sort of turnarounds, around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it sucks and it's definitely not ideal, but, um, it's not, but then when you go five games in 25 days, you know, have less, yeah, that's getting pretty fucking ridiculous. Um, over each of the past four years, one NRL outfit has been hit with an equally heavily, heavy workload. Um, and so Manly doing 5-25. and 25. The Cowboys did that last year. So that's a good omen, actually.
0: Won the premiership. Uh,
1: yeah. The, the Roosters did it in 2014 and won the minor won premiership. Won the minor premiership. Uh, Canterbury in 2013. Can't remember what they did in 2013. Um, and so they're basically the toughest draws in the NRL era. Um, you know, Trent Barrett's talking about player welfare. I think that, you know, there's a bit of gamesmanship. I mean, people realise that it is what it is. And the draw definitely could be... Definitely could be done better, though. I would think like this is this is like a dj explained you know situation I'm not like a massive statistician mm. or anything like that but you would think and I know putting together a draw is is really fucking hard mm. yep but you would think that if you schedule a monday night game and you go okay I'm going to do the next week first thing I'm going to do those monday teams aren't playing put them on sunday yeah they're going to, they're on the following sunday they they're going to have this, if there's two games on sunday or if there's three because there's a new zealand game or something but yeah. well, two of those games are going to feature one of on each of those sides then, that's two sides out of out of 16 yep. sorted. Broncos on Friday night, now you've got 13 teams to sort out. Yeah. So, it, surely it would work easily to do that as a concept for reducing short turnarounds, because then you're actually, then you're taking away the, I mean, it, it does complicate things more because you've got Thursday as well now. So you go, what, do you have to do the, you know, what, Sunday to Thursday? That's five days. So the Sunday teams, they got to play
0: on. They got to yeah. play on Friday at the minimum, or you know, the... the the biggest issue here, and the only reason this is an issue at all, is because the NRL doesn't value its own product highly enough, mm-hmm. and they have sucking the bent corporate over. dick of networks. Yeah, they've, they've bent over and provided the Vaseline for the TV networks with which to fuck the game. What should have happened is that uh, the NRL get out there and they guarantee. Mm-hmm. Minimum six-day turnaround. Yep. And yes, it's player welfare. Yes, it's in the you know the spirit of equality. But it's also in them saying, well, hey, Channel 9, I know you want to show the Broncos every Friday night, but there are going to be some weeks where you can't. And I know yep. you don't want to show Raiders games, mm-hmm. but there's going to be some weeks where you must.
1: Well, But to, you know, to serve it's- one of our member clubs... They require, you know, they require revenue through exposure for their sponsors. So, unfortunately, they get a fucking turn.
0: That's it. So, if you want to have the rights to the NRL, Mm -hmm. this is what we will give to you. And then you need to go and negotiate with your advertisers certain rates for this. So, go and do your job and sell advertising. But this is the proviso that you work on. This is the product. If you have the NRL. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, look, it, I don't think it's it's won Brisbane any any premierships, but they've had a recovery advantage. Yeah, almost every week of the premiership because they are a one team town.
1: And it's like, fun, and it's and yeah, it's fun to troll and everything, but I mean, yeah, it's it, they. I mean, it actually it's not optimal for the fans because I know that if I was a Broncos fan, yeah, Zenu <laughs> forbid, if I was a Broncos fan, I could very rarely if ever take take my kid to a game because with kickoff at like Fight eight or o'clock or something yeah, exactly the game's finished, you know, sort of you know, coming we're coming up on ten o'clock and yep. by the time you get a bus or a train or something out of the clusterfuck that is the Milton area after yeah. the game, you know exactly. You, we where I live is, you know, pretty far away. So I mean, you know, you're you're not getting home until like eleven o'clock and oh, I just don't want to deal with the aggravation the next day of a kid
0: that's just absolutely fucking yeah. blasted. Exactly. So um if you look at it, over a twenty six round season, yep. the Broncos on seven day turnarounds for the majority of the year yeah. actually have almost a month's additional recovery time yep. than the other teams.
1: And when it's such a scientific you know, when recovery and everything's such a scientific thing now. Exactly, I mean, that's like valuable gold that's like amazing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So And um, I, and I see I see a lot of shit like, Oh man, you can play this. Just don't get it twisted. The players are like Fucking it is what it is, let's just fucking get on yeah. with it. The club is like it is what it is, let's just get on with it. It sucks, you know, we should probably change it. And you got fucking Zorba the Heart is the only person that's coming out on his radio show and things like yeah. that, going, Oh, we need to have unlimited interchanges for teams. Like, don't listen to that fucking no, scene. If you if you don't listen to it's like fucking Beetlejuice, just stop fucking saying his name and he'll just disappear. Yeah. Like
0: just it, it's it- like you said, every single year there's been a team that's copped it. Yep. This year it happens to be manly. Yep. Um it's again, you were talking about a mood point before, they're not going to make the finals anyway. So, <laughs> well, I was going to say, conversely,
1: it I, makes it makes for a much more glorious story when, oh, you, go, when you go, despite the bullshit draw, the NRL trying to keep the brother down, <laughs> which, is what they still did, which is what they
0: did for the Cowboys. It worked for the Cowboys, who are genuine tinfoil hat motherfuckers.
1: Oh, they the conspiracies. So, there's conspiracies um, that the NRL enforced on the Cowboys, and they still overcame, and Manly with with far more backbone and staunch history of overcoming the you know the organisation you know, which is basically founded to keep them down uh, in the NRL. Yeah, look, it's, let's it's hope another glorious chapter of a glorious history.
0: Let's hope that moving forward, our uh, our new overlord Zeno Greenberg has half <laughs> Her, the coverage. Greenberg. <laughs> Uber, uber <laughs> I wish to discuss the advertising schedules um, has half the cojones that, that his predecessor did in negotiating with TV networks Yeah, I, I don't see it happening um,
1: well it's going to be a few years before you have to worry isn't it it's a long
0: time
1: we haven't even gone into the next deal that was negotiating we're still kind of dealing with the uh, the last one so um you know unfortunately you won't see anything for a little while but who, who knows and um yeah honestly you know people need to fucking settle settle down about the, the whole thing it is, yep. what, it is what it is it's not optimal but Spot on. you know you could be fucking worse mm-hmm. you couldn't your, your team might not be in the comp that's it think about that if you've experienced that shit and then fucking complain about five day turnaround eh <laughs> and it's manly fans just fucking just, just get insular and under the radar again just, it's just fucking gl- more glorious victory when the, when the grand final victory happens so next Paul Gallen The skipper of New South Wales has announced this year's State of Origin series will be his last. 21 games in the sky blue. He's decided to call time on his decorated career. And uh, this will be his swan song. He said, this will be my last Origin series. There's no doubt about that. I haven't said that before. It's my last year on contract and haven't decided if I'm going to play again next year or not. I think I'm getting on a bit. I have to understand that. I still feel as long as I'm playing good enough, I'm the best person for the position to play in the side. But yeah. I think, yeah.
0: Okay. A couple of points. No, he's not. Um, (laughs) Second point, 21 games is also 80% of his total career. Yeah, yeah. Because that's all he seems to be fit for.
1: Not to mention it's probably for about 16
0: losses. Paul, (laughs) Paul Gallen should never have been our captain. He, he was, you know, fair enough, a spiritual leader, and he, he could have been out there as a motivator. He's, he's, a, he's never a, been our captain.
1: He's an air quotes, like, he's like a origin kind of player. He's like that tough kind of fucking guy that you definitely want to have in an origin now, side somewhere. See, I
0: put to you, sir... Yes. ...that Paul Gallen was a grub. Yes. Cleaned himself up a little bit. I think he cleaned himself up. I mean, to
1: be fair, and, he was one of the fucking... Like, the, some of the things he did...
0: Oh, him and him and Greg Bird, like pulling stitches. Like yeah, he doesn't fucking... It, but
1: he hasn't done anything like that for like it's been no, a fair while.
0: In fact, now he performs community services like knocking Nate, Nate off in the face. Yeah. But,
1: and I'm, and like to, and you know it may surprise people to, to to hear that I'm still fully behind that kind of behaviour.
0: Yes, I wish he do it. Definitely. I wish he do it today, tomorrow. And I'm not saying punching in general. I'm just saying specifically punching Nate Miles. Punching Nate Miles, yeah, exactly. Um,
1: Until he proves himself unworthy of being punched in the face, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, Gallon can fucking wait outside while he goes to pick up his paper in the morning. It's fucking (laughs) bad.
0: But here's the thing Paul Gallon built this new reputation of being this unbelievable 80 minute playing, workforce fucking. And it was, from memory, it was about three years ago that that reputation and that mythos really started to come up. So as long as he was on the field, he played eighty minutes every week at club. I don't want to. to, And he'd play sixty minutes. I
1: don't want to speak out of turn and like you know perhaps you know say something that I shouldn't say, but um, you know, circa two thousand and eleven, I think that probably came up. If
0: you Um, know what I'm saying. And and it's come out that that he was on drugs in the last couple of years in state of origin. He looks out of place. He looks slow, and it's it's not the sort of game these days where you can afford to have a spiritual leader out there, a spiritual motivator out there, because they're a fucking liability. You've ruined state of origin for New South Wales, Paul Gallen. Oh no, you and Laurie Laurie Daly, Laurie Daly, Laurie Daly have made New South Wales state of origin fucking airtight. For the last five years, except for one lucky series win. Poor, hey, hey,
1: that wasn't lucky. That was fucking glorious. You're a New South Wales supporter. Stop fucking being a state trader, Glenish uh, character.
0: I'm not, I'm not a state trader. I've got enough of them in my family.
1: Just, just I, 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 don't think that he's he's personally been a. I think on field, though, at times, because he's been has this mythos, like you're saying, of the spiritual leader thing. I think he has he has felt, and I think for the right for the right intentions, I mm. think he has felt that you know. That he's had to carry a lot of the burden of, you know, getting New South Wales past this, you know, past you know history yeah. and this juggernaut, and so he tends to um, try to take on too much of a role, particularly like twenty meters out, you know. Try, oh, you know he, he should he shouldn't touch the fucking ball mm. when they get inside the thirty, Spot you know. On. And if he didn't do that, I, I I wonder. I mean, I'm not sure the results would have changed much, but I think that people's perception of him may have changed a little bit more because it kind of makes him seem like he's like it could be like a selfish sort of thing, but I don't think it's a selfish thing I think it's more he just feels so invested in the you know in the result and, and feels like it's almost like he does it's like a a lack of trust or faith in other people around him, and he's like, "I've got to fucking do this. Like, well, you know, I'll if, they, you if what, I don't do it, who? The, you know, no one's going to do it." And Laurie Daly has ably abetted that by picking cunts who can't do it, <laughs> like Mitchell Pearce, which give Paul a yeah. perfect fucking justification to do to do the things he does.
0: But see, he, here's the thing: Paul Gallen is obviously a very smart man. the The Queensland State of Origin team that did seven in a row, eight in a yeah. row, whatever it was. um, was probably one of the greatest sporting teams that we'll see
1: well it could have been an Australian team let's face it yeah like it's I mean is this that generation like we had the generation you know like the years when we had Joey and Hitler and Gers and that that's it same thing
0: Um, Paul Gallen knew that he was a better chance as a prop leading a team to beat one of the greatest sporting teams in history he was a better chance of that than Cronulla winning a Premiership (laughs) (laughs) he's backed the right horse yep now I think it's time for it to get off
1: Yep, yeah, well, he's had his win, and you know he—he—you he, know—he couldn't keep it going to you know get get his fairy tale. I mean, he's not—you know—he's going to be playing till he's a fucking corpse if he yeah. <laughs> if he thinks he's going to try and win a premiership. I mean, if he has one, if he has one year left, and you know Cronulla aren't giving him an offer that makes him—you know—gives him satisfaction, he's probably better off going somewhere for a pinch hit of fucking roll at, a, at lock or something for and a year.
0: Cronulla don't strike me as a sort of club that value loyalty. No. I think there's a couple of other clubs out there that would give him a final year if he asked for it, just yeah. out of respect and service. I, and a, and I a don't team see put, Cronulla yeah. doing it. Yeah, no, I would agree. I see him if he plays another year somewhere else.
1: We'll see how he goes for injury for the rest of the year. If he if he completes the year, Origin, I mean, you know, I say if, <laughs> surely I jest, he's not going to. But if he did come back from injury and play Origin, play all the games that he could play for Cronulla, you know, taking into account exclusions for Origin and so forth. Yep. And all the way to the end of the season, then probably I think that they would probably give him another go. Yeah, I think, okay. For a swan song year, but he'd be much better going to a team that would you know pay him. You know, go to a team for unders. That's got room. Yep. That is like you know a millimeter off contention. Yep. And join those guys, if for no other reason, and maybe a team that's got a pack full of young guys. Yeah. And just that's teach him, and just like do like Ben Kennedy did for Manly back in you know when he joined, given that see fucking. It. You, you know, see mongrel. him
0: at the dragons. Well,
1: because they're like soft as baby shit. I mean, yeah. like, they could use something. But the thing is, that,
0: that, hold the cunts down and shave their heads first of all. <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> well, no, just do the do the fucking the stitches thing. Just literally, just rip the handfuls <laughs> there. Why, why use technology? I mean, he's poor gal and just caveman that shit out of his fucking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but look, you know, I'd, I'd like to see him leave. Leave with a a, uh, a an origin win. I don't. I, I don't have faith that Laurie Daly's going to do the team selections to make that possible because the funny thing is, New South Wales, it's been our turn to have the generation without the best players in key positions. Yep. I mean, it's like Darren Lockyer, he couldn't win a fucking Origin series until Joe was, you know, until Joe, Joe was gone. Retired. Yeah. That's it. So, he's... You know, and then he came on and then we had, you know, we had Darren Lockyer, you know, segueing into the emergence of Jonathan Thurston and, and then Cooper Cronk emerges at the same time, Cameron Smith the constant through most of that period as well. Yep. And so and so they've had this continuity for probably two generations. Yep. You know, in footballing terms yep. That's it. of um the best players, whereas we only had like, you know, that one golden, you know, golden occasion there, you know, with uh with Joey and Freddie and, you know, Pete, you know, Minichello and so on. Um So I think that New South Wales have got these new players that are coming in, like Tedesco. It's just the question, are they going to get picked? I think Tedesco is almost at the stage now where he's reaching critical mass of media consensus and stuff where the pressure will be applied. But then you've got Dugan. No. So, and, and you know the experiment of him in centres is that that's over. So yeah, you know, he's going to be fullback for the dragons. So I mean, are they going to push? Because what are you going to do? You're going to you're going to Jared Hayne Tedesco and put him on the wing or something?
0: Yeah, no, you, fuck you, out of here with that. It, it's again the, the ridiculous thing about picking players out of position
1: just to fit them because they're good enough to be in a in a side. Yeah. Because
0: yeah, in uh, in getting in, it it'd yeah. be like can you imagine in a cricket team? Yeah. Selecting selecting Shane Warne at number three because he's a fantastic spin bowler. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it would, if somebody said that in a selection they'd get laughed at. Well, yeah. Hang on, no, he's a spin bowler. Yeah. So, he bats here and he's selected here.
1: Picking three wicket keepers because they can go the tonk but like... Yeah,
0: yeah it's absolutely <laughs> fucking ridiculous. So, yeah. Um, look, I'm not fussed about Paul Gallen. you you, you got to respect his passion for New South Wales. Yep. Uh, but I, I think if he or anybody else thinks it's for for any other reason than, uh, you know, medical enhancements.
1: And if he, I mean, you know, and if this last last thing, if it gives him, like, that extra boost that, you know, almost peptide-esque boost that, you know, makes him just fucking leave it all on the field in a superhuman effort that, you know, that that raises the trophy, you know, in the, the, you know, dream swan song sort of thing. That'd be the ultimate
0: origin story. If at 80 minutes in game three he dies his heart stops and he just dies <laughs> yeah, on the field yeah but it's
1: after scoring a try yeah. it's like it's like a Steve Jackson sort of thing game 3 and and he does his hit up from 20 metres out, but he Steve Jackson's it and carries them all over and fucking plants the ball down right under the black dot, under the <laughs> sticks, boom. And then there's like you know the celebration scenes, they you know, they're doing that thing where they grab the back of the jersey to pull the flare up to celebrate, and he's just like it's just not coming though. He's just like
0: it's just gone. And then <laughs> then they go to the bunker, and the bunker says that his death spasm was a double movement. <laughs> no dry.
1: No, 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 that's not <sighs> that's not the fair. It has to be it has to be glorious, like it has to be fingertips, fingertip control, and he reaches out to the point where he actually dislocates his shoulder
0: and to then, reach the touch of the chalk and then Billy Slater comes through with the legs misses the ball that's and, how it happens and kicks Cameron Smith in the mouth and his boot goes down his throat
1: although maybe Billy Slater sliding through it comes through he, he comes through and breaks his neck and then that's how he dies <laughs> I'm not saying I want to see Paul Gauguin dead I mean I'm just, no, I'm, just I'm just adding some color to your scenario just to, you know trying to think how it could happen
0: I wish I could animate <laughs> It'd be a fantastic short film.
1: Washed out, slow motion, the slow motion <laughs> boot coming through, panning around, get Zack Snyder to direct it. <sighs> <laughs> and then you, know, you, you get like Marco Mealy to play Cameron Smith or something really out of play. <laughs> Yeah, just do something
0: very Snyder-ish. Be, do you remember that Dick Tracy movie oh, do- where, yeah. Al, where Al Pacino had the giant dick yeah, nose? Yeah, yeah. Be, oh, fuck be, I
1: only forget that fucking movie.
0: It'd be someone with a, a giant prosthetic bum chin playing Cameron Smith sitting <laughs> 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 so <they're> eating wings. Oh,
1: <laughs> <sighs> uh, I, mean, I get Reese Wester to play fucking Cameron Smith. That'd be like, <laughs> that'd be Zack Snyder. <laughs> Um, there's obviously no context to that we had a very long discussion about Batman vs Superman before recording tonight Um, finally this happened probably the day after the last episode came out and it's sad sad news for the show A a former Northern Territory NRL player has been charged following a police bust of an alleged ice dealing syndicate in Darwin Joel Romello 26 aka okay, hey, the ottoman i don't know if it though if you're a won a revelation award for us but he was like the mascot of the year and you know he was he was a he was quite the big deal around the this week in league tool Nations season yeah. the first year or two of the show um well until he stopped playing you know in the nrl really which was only well, like what, a season ago two seasons ago um so he played for penrith canterbury in melbourne of course he's uh Canterbury time was his big time, um, you know, in terms of the show, and his Penrith time was obviously he. Where he,
0: he it was the end of the Penrith time because he didn't get. It was. It was. He was
1: starting for Canterbury, and there was all this word around who's this guy. He fucking hits like a tank, and he bashed Trent Waterhouse at training. Yeah, that was, that was the, the, the thing, was and um, so and he's funny. this little dude, and he's bashed, and he bashed Trent Waterhouse at training. Um, didn't, and so therefore he, you know, Matt Elliott wanted nothing to do with him, and as a result he. he ended up at the, at the Doggies and uh, then following he had like one one cameo swan song year in Melbourne um, he was arrested in Darwin uh, last Tuesday along with four others who were allegedly part of the mid-ra- mid-range dealer group police received a tip off uh, through the Dobbin a dealer campaign and targeted and pulled over Romelo and a woman 30 in a car in Nightcliff on Tuesday morning allegedly finding 14 grams of methamphetamine how many grams of methamphetamine get you there what, 14 grams isn't a lot of anything
0: now I'm everything I know about methamphetamine I know from breaking bad.
1: Okay, well that's me me too, um, so we so, so, so they
0: sell it in points, which is a point point one of a gram. Okay. So if point one of a gram is enough for someone to buy. That's a lot then. Yeah. That's
1: a fucking yeah, okay, so that's like you yeah, see so that's like a hundred and forty doses of, you know, increments. Yeah, so that's a deal. Okay, that's trafficable quantities then. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he's got that Heisenberg shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, when they raided the pair's apartment in Cullen Bay, they allegedly found another two grams of methamphetamine and 10 grand in cash and uh, arrested another guy who was at the property. Later, they pulled over another car in a CBD, finding another seven grams of methamphetamine and arresting two other so- associates. Romello is the second Northern Territory athlete to be charged with drug offences in six months. Also, uh, after the former Brisbane AFL player, Jason Rowe, pleaded guilty in October to buying and selling a commercial quantity of cannabis the four men appeared in Darwin Magistrates Court on Wednesday to face charges of possessing and supplying methamphetamine and um he was in breach of bail and re remanded in custody to appear again on May 4th what did he fucking do the first time yeah I don't know what he did the first time Jesus but um you know not, not cool fucking you can't
0: yeah you,
1: know, you can't you can't be one of our mascots and then you know you know fucking break bad man Like that's it no so what I see, because like, he's a little, cause he's a little dude, and he was angry on the field. I see him like you want to make the Breaking Bad comparisons. I see him like as a, like a Tuco kind of character. <laughs> <laughs> and you can, you imagine yeah, put a hit on, and go
0: tight, tight, Tate, But um, yeah, saying no out of drugs, kids. Exactly,
1: um, and we had a couple of tweets from this um, from people because obviously, like, like I said, the Ottoman was quite, quite the big, the big, uh, big cult figure around the 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 Tool Nation uh, a couple of years back. Uh, Shanta eighty six, uh, can we rename the Ottoman to the Esky? Similar form factor. <laughs> and uh, and I said, yeah, done. It's done. He's the Esky, and he said, excellent. Please make sure to note the precedent of Captain Snooze becoming Nodos, and then Captain Murder. So yeah, we can change the name. So the Ottoman will now forever be known as the Esky. Um, and so in that in that in that vein, I'm going to uh, mentally edit the following tweets. I think the Esky should have uh, stopped, collaborated, and listened. <laughs> uh, it's Stuart Mahler. I always picture drug deals happening around the coffee table, not the ottoman. And finally, underscore Captain Kick-Ass. This guy is the guy who created the Joel Romulo fan club page on Facebook. And this is... we <sighs> We independently... Came to the fandom of this little fucking unit around the same similar sort of time. So, so the captain also he's hurting like we are, and uh, he said, "Yeah, I looked down at the phone and saw twenty seven alerts. Sad times." <laughs> This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV, viewing schedules, match day information and more. And when I say and more, I noticed on Saturday night that Roosters fans were claiming that uh, I think it was Orbison was onside at a kick and therefore there was a fair try scored and the Roosters beat Manly but I opened up League Live and as it turned out Manly won because it wasn't a try. So thank you League Live for spinning through and cutting through the bullshit and the salt, and letting me know the actual facts about the result of a rugby league match because I was watching the match with my own eyes uh, using the um, the NRLs app uh, on the phone while I was putting a son to bed, and uh, he wouldn't go to sleep because he, when he found out Manly was on, he's like, okay, so we're lying on his bed watching the end of the game and you know counting down the had to count down the fucking I think he decided he wanted to crash like three minutes from the end, and I'm like. Motherfucker, like <laughs> the stress, <laughs> and so it's was, I was counted it down. And then he's like, Yeah, another half yeah look, like-
0: and you know what? That's a good point. One of the big things that I love about that app is the reliability. Yeah, I've been using that app for a long time now, and never once has it shit itself on me when updating scores or yep. um, bugged out and told me a result at, at 80 minutes. Yeah only to change it later yep, yep. Uh, it's reliable probably more reliable than the actual NRL app
1: it's re- more reliable than the NRL website because that, everything yeah. you just said then that's happened at one exactly. stage or another so, yeah.
0: Um if you can't get in front of a game live then get in front of it on your TV and if you can't do that pick up the Sportsmate League Live app and follow the game that way it's the best way to do it
1: because it does I mean it's not just like a score thing I mean you know they actually give you you know like the play by play the play by play sort yep. of thing too so it's it's better than just uh, going refresh 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 and oh fuck it's six on the other team refresh refresh I'll be back it's also you know, a nice actually-
0: way to uh, to find people on Twitter who are tweeting about a game that may not be part of Twill Nation you don't follow and get on there and give them shit because yeah. there's some stupid shit said on Twitter <laughs> and this is an yeah. easy way to access it and it's a
1: blessing to people that actually will you know hashtag their shit so they can be found for the idiots that they, <laughs> they truly are oh bless you league life um, you're doing the lord's work sports mate exactly and it's been great to see especially last week um, tons of people you know tweeting Sportsmate and, and letting them know how much they enjoy the app and so yeah keep doing that the more the merrier because uh they're really good on, the, on social media getting back to people as yep. well and they seem really appreciative of um all the great feedback they're getting and uh yeah, a lot of a th- lot of what I'm seeing now is like people saying, "Look, I love that app. Now I'm gonna get all these other fucking you know because they've yeah. they cover not not every sport, but man, most most they, sports are you gonna be? They even in.
0: they even cover um, some hobbies such as soccer. Yeah, things that aren't a sport.
1: Yeah, true, so, true.
0: Get on there as well if you uh, if you're a, a soccer hobbyist.
1: So yeah, bust open uh, the app store on iTunes and uh, or Google Play, the Android marketplace, uh, and search for Sportsmate. And you'll see, you'll get the uh, access to their entire suite of all the various sports app they do. But obviously, you know, it's this weekend league, motherfucker. Download League Live. Okay, on to the recaps for round four and uh, Friday afternoon football. Given we had the special Easter long weekend uh, bout of matches. Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs, 42 to feed the South Sydney Rabbitohs, 12 in front of a pretty good crowd at ANZ there, uh, just over 38,000 people in attendance. A Doggies, 42, came from tries, to Hopper, Jr., Moses M'Bai, Chase Stanley, a double to Morris. Craig Garfield, try as well. Sam Perrett and Curtis Rona. M'Bai was five of seven conversions. Um, and the Rabbitohs, tries, to Michael Oldfield and Chris Grevesmule, and two out of two conversions for Damien Cook.
0: Yeah. It's uh look not forgetting that South went into this one with with a couple of fairly key players missing, um, Reynolds and the good Burgess. But the They've been doing it they've been doing it without
1: Reynolds though, so that that was less surprising than
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um but I think that the biggest enemy of the Bunnies all night was their fear of not being able to muscle up to the dogs pack. Um Des has done a very, very good job with that that forward pack in in creating a a group of blokes that not only draw offenders in, but they also keep them compressed because, you know, most if not all of his forwards have the short pass or the offload in them. Not Uh, to mention they're
1: so fucking big, they You know, they they suck some... They take some stopping in the first place. Exactly. So
0: so even though they're going to compress the defensive line when they cart the ball, they're causing edge defenders Mm. to come in and up to try and shut down that second-phase play. Uh, and the shitty thing for the Bunnies was that he, he had a very ordinary game last week, but the Grub Reynolds has suddenly realised that he's got a little bit of pace and acceleration, and he's going to get outside his man probably six out of ten times and create an instant overlap. And every time they went that way, they looked dangerous, and, and two times they went that way, they scored. The, the South Centre's spent so much time right up and in uh, while the wingers were hanging back to cover kicks that yep. had just left glaring gaps and, yep. and made things fairly easy for the dogs. On the other side of the field yeah, Moses and T-Rex seem to seem to be creating a nice little menagerie Fucking T-Rex out there.
1: He's so, uh, I, I this is very it's very early days but
0: I think he's on his way to his best season in, in first grade football. Do you think someone held a body length mirror up in front of him? And just put, in, put marks on what yeah, height and size normal people Desi's, are. But
1: Desi's had him for years now. And it's weird that it's like, you know, this year, finally. He, you know, he, him, Cassiano. Like, he yeah. doesn't
0: strike me as a sort of bloke that would grasp concepts quickly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, he's taken a fucking long time. I mean, like when I'm trying to remember when he emerged in first grade for Manly, I think he started playing first for Manly in 2009. Because I remember in the 2008 final series, it was it Brookie for the first game against the Dragons, and the curtain raiser was Parramatta versus somebody, and he was playing in that game. Yep. For the Reggie, so I think he might must be 2009. He moved to Manly, but he had like contributory years in, you know, 2011 mm. for the yep. grand final stuff. Yep. But he was never, like, fucking... Like, he had moments where he bustled someone and, you know, knocked Billy Slater for a six or something. Yeah, yeah But yeah. they were, like, once a
0: month, you know, a like very rare sort of thing. And, he, he was you know, never the semi-Rudra breakout No, no. We, uh,
1: yeah, but yeah. Th- now he's, like... He's stripped a bit of size, but he's looking fucking yoked. And, um... and But he's actually, like... He's hitting the line at pace, and yes. finally that size that he's always had, and it's actually it's fucking starting to happen for him too. So
0: someone sat down and gave him a physics lesson. Yeah, if, exactly. If, if you, you stand run still, run you won't that, move forward. To that die. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and again, the, the trial they scored up up their left edge where he was almost almost taken into touch and yep. showed enough smarts yep to get the ball out. That that was the doggies getting back to their sort of gritty. Never say die attitude that they've yep. been known for previously, but now they've actually got a a fairly dangerous running game yep. on the other side of the field as well, and Moses when he takes the line on looks looks very very dangerous. So, um, I I think that the the dogs are, are only going to get better and better.
1: Yeah, they're going pretty well at the moment though. So just I mean, with, with, you know, you just have to wonder, you know, is there a dip? What's the ceiling? I think they're motoring on pretty well. I think what's what the situation with the dog is at the moment is I'm not saying that they're hundred percent but they're closer to hundred percent than pretty much any other team in the comp. I mean Broncos and and cowboys are going you know fairly well as yeah. well
0: but pretty contrasting styles of play though. I think
1: they' but I think those teams I think their ceiling is
0: higher than the dogs though. Yeah. you know what I mean so but the, the biggest challenge that dogs have had so far have been Parramatta who who came at them very physically yeah and that was and, an awful And, game and problem, too, yeah them so um, I, I think the Dogs have got a, a lot of attacking potency and they're going to get Morris back halfway through the year or, or for the last quarter of the year, fingers crossed.
1: Yep. I think it's bringing in easy min on Sundays. Um, the base Chapo. Look at the bright side, South fans. With the price of petrol being so high, you wouldn't be able to celebrate anyways. Oh, damn. Damn, bro. GT351 underscore Johns, great win, very dominant Dogs effort. I was worried in the last five that G.I. would kick a match-winning field goal. <laughs> Go Dogs! And I think I tweeted him back. I said, look, you that is the only G.I. field goal joke that's been fucking funny in this entire game. Because let me tell you, every second tweet that I saw going past on the hashtag for that yeah. game was something about G.I. kicking a yep. field goal and how many points it would be worth and G.I. can't count. and Like, just you know you can imagine it was the most uh, like it was funny the first time but it got really fucking old like then the amount of memes and everything that were going through the week oh, as well man. the only one i saw that was fucking remotely funny that made me laugh was it was like a serious picture of greg Inglis, like a, a like a, a promo headshot one and it said something like oh fucking what was it something about cat uh, fucking yeah, I have to find it and tweet it off the site now because I want to make sure I get the wording right. Look,
0: I I did like someone who went in and edited his Wikipedia page.
1: Oh, would they say? I and, can imagine, but I didn't and it see And
0: It was a subtle
1: one. It yeah. wasn't.
0: It wasn't a full blown Scott Minto. It was as. And let me, which is it, a shame okay. because
1: I mean that's Scott Minto one. Seriously, Scott in Egypt. Look it up.
0: Yeah. But th- this <laughs> one was was beautiful in its simplicity. It was just Greg Inglis, born fifteenth of January, nineteen eighty seven. Is an Australian professional rugby league footballer who currently plays fullback for the South Sydney Rabbitohs of the National Rugby League, and can't count to two. That's just a quick little one. How long did that survive? I, I only got a screenshot of it. I didn't. Uh, yeah, well, I I, it makes page. it
1: makes me wonder how. <laughs> it makes me wonder how um how long that survived before yeah. it was
0: actually a. Uh, I, I normally bots get them. I think.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and you've got the and you've got these um. These Wikipedia lifers that you know take on the administration of a page, like maybe the person who originally created the Greg Inglis page, and like they, and so they're just like you know fucking no one's changing shit on this page except for me, and like they get an notification that, something changed. That
0: probably stops him from from hiding out and beating off in the bushes outside Greg's house, so. Good on you, Wikipedia.
1: <laughs> Fuck! I'm just trying to find that. As you're talking, I'm trying to. I'm trying to find this fucking. You're doing Z work. work. Let me tell you, there is like so many Greg Eagles ones that I didn't see, but um, <laughs> there's. I've got, there must be about there must be about twenty of them. Like it's it's ridiculous, and and yet twenty of them, but not the one. <laughs> Not the one that I'm looking for. <laughs> Although there are some funny ones. I mean, I said before that I only found one funny, but I actually found another one funny. It also fucking made a liar out of myself, as I often do. Uh, <laughs> which I'll show you. <laughs> which I'll show you later. Gladiator calculator. <laughs> Sensational. Oh, fucking hell. So we're yeah, talking about talking about Greg English Greg English memes. <laughs> Boys, we've got this third half comeback. <laughs> Alright, so, back to the task at hand. Wally Frogmore. The defense of the South Sydney Rabbitohs, and he's tweeted it to their account, so credit there for going, you know, running straight. Um, smells like two hobos fucking in a shoe full of piss. Fair enough. That's, that, to me, sounds like something you'd say.
0: Oh. It's
1: kind of visual imagery that you that you, you tend to con- conjure up. Yeah. You or Sam. <laughs> you know, I... would Maybe Sam, because that one's on the more. Um, I don't know how yeah, you'd fuck right in a shoe that.
0: full of piss, though.
1: Fuck in a shoe full of piss, yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's like the old mother that lived in a shoe, like it's yeah. a, like a house size shoe.
0: You know, it, maybe to be like a, a homeless, smell like a homeless guy blowing another homeless guy standing in a sewer. That works. That could actually happen. But two yeah. of them standing in one shoe, even if it is full of piss, I don't, yeah. Close.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It wouldn't be very, yeah. Positionally, you'd be restricted as well. To so, you know, exactly. Yeah, Mario Siegs, uh, Southwest Bulldogs should be for the Oncology Cup because they are both at cancer in the game. <sighs> and a trend that I found this week is a lot. You motherfuckers out there, I don't know if it's like you, you if you've synchronised your fucking cycles or what. But <laughs> some hateful <laughs> shit. Not to us. It was tweeted to us, but hateful shit about other teams. I Everything, mean, like even more so than usual. So um. Congratulations, keep doing it. Brisbane Broncos, 21, defeat the North Queensland Cowboys, 20 at Suncorp Stadium, a crowd of just over 46,000. Friday night football, of course. The Broncos, 21, came from tries to Milford and Roberts. Um, Corey Parker, two of two conversions and four of four penalty goals. Milford with the crucial field goal defeating the Cowboys, 20, came from tries to Jake Granville, Michael Morgan and Ethan Lowe. Thurston, three of three conversions and a penalty goal. Yeah, look,
0: with with the retirement of Justin, Justin Hodges and... I'm finding it very, very hard to hate this current group of Broncos.
1: The most hateable thing about them is like you know, well, it's it just you know, it's it's good just to, you know just to hate them just for it's you know, easy like enough. Sam really Gronks off and you know things like that.
0: Oh look, it, it's easy enough to hate them because they still have Corey Parker, and they still they still have Darius,
1: and yeah, and Corey Parker is mm-hmm. the shitt- one of the shittest cunts in the game. Yes. that has
0: somehow managed to
1: stay under the radar and you know not been you know, maligned, you know, for his, for his activities. Yeah. I mean, it's not, because he's not pulling cunt stitches out in games.
0: Ab- absolute prick of a man.
1: But, you know, he'll walk in hospital and he'll fucking shoulder charge someone out of the way when they're walking yep. down
0: with a shoulder reconstruction and shit. Man, I, I've seen Corey Parker brush a child with third degree burns. I don't even know if there's fourth degree burns. Yeah, maybe but you're dead by that stage. Yeah, but... You know, uh, compression bandages all over their body, in a wheelchair, face completely scarred by burns, in a Bronco's dressing room, I've seen him brush them and not even make eye contact. Any further context to that? So, I was just... um, Kid probably said, I captained you in Supercoach this week, can't wind up
1: (laughs) so many goals. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Hope you don't miss the bench when you got to sit on it.
1: <laughs> in which in which case you don't. Know, his actions were justified. Yeah, in your top but, blood. Don't um, worry about it, Corey.
0: <laughs> look, uh, this game was was a split for me between the old guard of Broncos and and the new the new blood coming through. So if we look at the old blood, Corey Parker gave us eight thrilling points from penalty goals. Yeah. He's about Crucial as, points. He's about as interesting to watch as English rugby union. Yeah, you know, I'd, it's fair. On a, on a Friday night, I would get more excitement sitting outside in my patio watching geckos fuck <laughs> than watching Corey Parker kick field goals all night.
1: Yeah, but see, the implication of that is that it's boring watching geckos fuck. I mean,
0: the clicking noise and shit—they're fucking rad. Nah, dude, they stay still. They're very lazy lovers. <laughs> I I I don't know if it's just. You know they're scared of falling off the ceiling because they're fucking upside down. Yeah. Um, but it, look, it, it's more exciting than watching Corey Parker kick goals. I'll tell you that much.
1: <laughs> Clearly, and, I haven't watched enough geckos fucking in my time, but we'll be doing look, after. You, <laughs> There'll be you, some outside. There'll be some outside when you go tonight. I'll stay out there. And oh know.
0: yeah, definitely, definitely. But uh, wait, wait till the next Broncos game. <laughs> wait till they score a try, and then go out there and watch. it.
1: going to go. Oh, fuck.
0: But um, you, you look at the new breed they got coming through. Your you Roberts and your Milfreds and the, and those guys, and they scored probably some of the Broncos' most exciting tries that game in years, you know. Um, it's it's probably, just just for pure speed, yep. the most potent attacking combination in the game yep. to have Milford and Roberts running on the same side of the field. Yeah. Uh, and, and who wouldn't want arguably the fastest man in the competition yep. who can make a break and then have somebody who's still fast enough fast, to back him up. Fast, faster than him, um, but yeah.
1: Yeah, to so after burn it all the way to the
0: yeah. To in, the house. In, ter- in terms of speed, they, yeah. they they've got it in spades. But the, the Cowboys continue to impress me. Um, they they weren't miles ahead of the competition last year, and they went all the way and they got the job done. And then no, they
1: just had they, they 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 just were timed to perfection.
0: That's last it. Year. And and it looks the same this year. I, I don't think they're miles ahead of any team. Uh, but they just seem to have a, an above average football IQ. Yeah. Across the team Like Thurston's obviously A, a sensational player uh, But you've got Your second rowers And your centres And your fullback Who are able to Read the game I think a lot better Than, than a lot of other Opposing players it, None of them are ever, ever Going to be called The best in their position You know yeah, Ma- yeah. Maybe JT could vouch For that title At the moment Yeah But the the rest of their team Are, are never going to be called The best this In the game yeah. currently but what i see in the cowboys that i don't see in a lot of other teams is that they play what's in front of them yeah sometimes uh, teams are so worried about their their structured play yeah and i think it was freddie that said this you know um during the game that they they'll, they'll watch and look for things that are happening in front of them and they change their mind mid play yeah. they're not okay well i've Committed to doing this. To and then, yeah, then that's it. I've one. committed to doing this. So even though yeah. this defender's come up and in on me and has completely shut down the play, yeah. I'm still going to do it. Instead yeah. of, oh, he's up and in, there's another option there, I'm going to yeah. put it behind him, yeah. or I'm going to kick for myself. So, yeah. um, look, the... the that's basically a team. It's
1: just, that, that's just the hallmark of a team that's that... The, has their shit together, and you know, have have been together, you know, with relatively few changes for a, a little while now, and um, and as a result, they don't have to. I mean, because you know, falling back on structure is usually for teams that don't have the combinations, um,
0: as as set and mm. uh, and you know, as mature as as what the Cowboys I look, have. I, th- I think as well, it also gives a a nod to the faith that the coach has in his players. Like, can you yeah. can you imagine Craig Bellamy ever accepting that, or can you imagine players yeah. ever being brave enough? Even if
1: even if it worked,
0: yeah. They'd still get fucking dreamed. Like that, that's why all of Billy Slater's highlights have been in State of Origin. Yeah, yeah. When Mal Meninga pretty much said, "Yeah, you know, do do what you want." Yeah, and, and went back to
1: or Neil Henry, who yeah, was actually coaching
0: them, who, who was actually coaching them. But um, no, look at the the Cowboys. I think will be there or thereabouts come the end of the year. Yep. Um, the funniest thing I saw was Broncos fans. Somehow rationalise to themselves that a round four win was as important, or somehow revenge on a grand final <laughs> drubbing.
1: Let, me, let um, me tell you, you could win, them, you could, you could beat them every fucking game by a field goal for the next decade, and it
0: wouldn't equal that grand and final it, they got you with. Was, and I mean,
1: and Broncos fans should realise now what you know what it is to, to lose a grand final, and it makes me think that the way if they're carrying on like that was revenge then they haven't actually quite learned yet. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> what, it. What, what, what that's it. what it, it is to lose grand final. Because let me tell you, there is uh yeah, there's there's fucking nothing worse. And to you know, to you know, pa- a partial lie to that is I mean like 2007 sucked. But like, <laughs> winning two thousand eight forty nil, that's proper revenge, because that's the same side in the grand final. Yep. So. Beat them in the grand final by a heartbreaking field goal <laughs> at any time, that's revenge. Yes. That is that is revenge, absolutely. And you will hurt them as badly as they hurt you, except for they might go, ah, yeah, but we yeah. won last year, so, you know, we're even.
0: Be- beating them in the first five rounds of the year. Yeah. At Suncorp. Yeah,
1: both sides are looking, you know, all that, all that bush side. I mean, you know, both sides are looking yeah, quite impressive, at, you know, for this early stage of the season. Sometimes that can be a problem for teams, you mm. know, when they, they have to, you know, fall fall back a bit and whether they can regroup. And, well, the Broncos last year, for example, I mean, they fell into a bit of a hole, you know, sort yeah. of two-thirds of the way through, um, looking a bit shaky. They steadied the ship all the way through to the grand final. And
0: um, There's something about the Broncos that I can't put my finger on because they don't have any obvious flaws you know they don't have any yeah. obvious deficiencies or glaring problems but there's just something about the Broncos that I can't quite put my finger on that they're going to want to address because one of their most powerful weapons in seasons previous was this Broncos mythos Yep, and if they want that advantage that comes with being one of the heavyweights yep. they need to go up a gear and they need to do it fairly soon yeah, they haven't had to at this stage, though. I mean, they were tested
1: in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, the Cowboys once again struggle to put eighty amazing, you know, like solid yeah. minutes, and they, they seem to be like it, it. It almost it takes them to fall behind a little bit before they get angry, uh, you know, and uh, get out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, the, the light of that is the week before when they smashed <laughs> smashed the Roosters to nil.
0: But uh, yeah, yeah, in but- a game like this where it's you know between equals, basically, if you haven't put forty on the Roosters you should just hand back your licence you it. put
1: 40 on oh you haven't played them we haven't yet, have played them yet we yeah. will you will yeah, you put 40 on when you do play them
0: but you know if, if it takes like a, a bullshit half ref's fault thing for you to beat the roosters <laughs> you, you, sh- you should honestly just just go back to reserve grade as a, as a club
1: that's true I'd fucking hate that to be my team yeah. if that happened <laughs> luckily my team fucking smashed them one plus. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin underscore Cook ninety nine. Ben Hunt in decline. Did everything to lose us that game. That is there. There's your. That's your your, your chink in the Broncos. The kicking game at the moment, and Ben Hunt's hands. He's, he's still. He's haunted still. Yeah. He is still haunted. Yeah. And people. And people can say what they want in the fucking media. And we put this by. He's still fucking... He's still haunted. Yeah. And,
0: uh, yeah Do you remember long. how long Justin Hodges was damaged for after that origin? You know, honestly, I really don't. Years. Yeah. Absolute years. It was... Mm. It was about... That's where the Hodges doesn't pass... Thing came from. I still believe to this day. Because when
1: he did pass, people when died. He did pass. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing about that Hodges thing is that they didn't even lose that game. As bad yeah. as he as bad as he played, That's they still it. won comfortably. So, it was just that the only points he ever scored pretty much came off, off Hodges, Those, yeah. those uh, in goal passes. Um, th-
0: those things, man. You know, in all seriousness, he's probably got PTSD.
1: Yeah, possibly.
0: Yeah,
1: bit of a bit of staff staff mount warning. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, at Finn Scotty If one day My kid says to me Dad I want to join ISIS I would be less disappointed Than if he said Dad I want to support the Broncos <laughs> This is what I was saying About this, these tweets this week wow. And uh, shout, shout out to Scotty um, Who I smashed in Round one of Supercoach By three points uh, Mr Underscore Wars Good friend of yourself And mine I hope the, new, I hope the, the NQ Cowboys Like how that feels I hope their families die of AIDS I hope their grandkids are killed in the womb <laughs> once again this yeah. is what I was talking about in regards to tweets this week uh, at Erebus Chaos
0: you know what just just to pause on that though yeah, sure. That's that's the attitude I'm talking about yeah <laughs> that's like that's like being dumped by an amazingly hot girl staying home and jerking off to a photo of her best friend on Facebook and going, I got you, bitch. I got you. you. I got you you back so bad.
1: (laughs) Yeah, It's round four.
0: It's round four. You like that? You like
1: that? (laughs) Uh, Erebus Chaos. Corey Parker thinks he's a fucking playmaker. He's not a Bulldog's Ford, for fuck's sake. Just run hard, you dumb cunt.
0: (laughs) That's one of my favourite Wayne Bennett quotes ever, and it was attributed, I believe, to Tom Leroy Lars. Okay. He sp- he's- Wayne spoke after after one one game where Tommy's tried to put a kick in or something yeah. when he was playing for Brisbane, and at training the next week, apparently Wayne said to him, "You're six foot four. You're a hundred and fifteen kilos. I didn't pick you for your brains."
1: Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, burn, Wayne. Yeah. Um, where are we? Saturday afternoon. The Gold Coast Titans, 24, defeat the Canberra Raiders, 20, down in Canberra, in front of a crowd of a touch over 11,000. The uh, Titans, 24 points, came from tries to Ryan James, David Shillington, Zeb Tayer, John Olive, Tyron Roberts, and Ash Taylor, with the conversions, three for Ash Taylor, one for Roberts. The Raiders, 20, came from tries to Jared Croker, Elliot Whitehead, Edric Lee, Croker, three of three conversions, and a penalty goal.
0: Ryan James. Origin Bolter. Lost the shit haircut, Start scoring tries. See, there might be something to this. There might be something to this theory. Fucking oath, fucking oath, there is. Look, um, the, the, the scoreline on this game—if you just looked at it—says it, it, it should have been a cracker. You know, close yeah. game, yeah. Um, lead changes, but in reality, unfortunately, it was just shitty defence. Yeah. And when you watch a game with shitty defence, no matter how many tries are scored, there's you, always something about it that you just—you like, miss yeah. the creativity, yep. you miss the build-up, you you miss the. The arm wrestle between attack and defence, Yep. and there were some tries here, like like Ryan James, you know, for him to score a try as a forward from ten metres out, yep. selling a dummy, yep. <laughs> and going through untouched.
1: Forward try, for forwards tries from that kind of range are like, you know, crash balls and they, you know, and they just blast through you know, that's yeah, that that's it. Not exciting, but they're earned. Exactly. But you um, fucking fall the dive. If, if if Ryan James is going to sell you a dummy. But even worse was the Shillington try,
0: (laughs) where it was a quick tap, take the ball, and should have been a hit-up, and the fucking look on his face, (laughs) I think he was worried that he may have been turned into a ghost. Because oh, he ended that. up on the other side of the defensive line <laughs> and that was the only logical way his brain could process what had happened to him. He's
1: like, I ate a curry last night and all of a sudden i turned into fucking douse him. <laughs>
0: uh, at least he had enough brains to, to, to put the ball down. So, look, the, the Titans had defensive worries of their own. Yeah. Um, I, I still don't think they'll be, be there or even thereabouts come finals, but no one's sort of told the Titans that. They're playing yeah. like a team... If they're punching well above their weight when you're
1: in a rebuilding sort of moment. phase of your team and you don't have the cattle yeah this is season this is the best possible case scenario where you've got a team that despite that the the spirit is high and they want to win yes and if the other teams you know aren't going to click for whatever reason then they can you know jag wins here and there and they've yep. been doing it well so far um I still I worry, I worry about them this week um, yeah, big game obviously coming up. Local derby, big brother, little brother, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yep. But you know, it's it also is probably a good test to see you know what this form is like. I mean, if they get you know yeah. up by thirty, then that could be the the yeah, catalyst. For, yeah, the, the reality check that they you know they don't deserve and shouldn't have. But um, but if yeah, this they're doing it well so far though. I'll give, I'll give them credit. Um, and I won't even mention the fact that you know about any you know suspicions of, you know, drug allegations that were over their head in the last season, because that would be terrible.
0: Yeah. Look, it, hopefully, um, if they can continue this form, yep. I think the best outcome at the end of the year for the Titans would be that they finish in a decent enough position that they're actually a, a serious destination for players to go to. Yeah. You know, so so that when, when your DCEs are, are signing contracts, there's not yep. even the... The thought of, of backflipping on yeah, it yeah. because no, okay, I think I can go here and they've sold me on the club and the culture and, and what they can do. Yeah, it's um, hard for even,
1: even with a great culture I and mean, everything, it's still hard to sell on. I mean, because you know, people at the end of the day, I mean, that players want money, yes, but they also there's that there's that uh, look what do you call it? There's that? There's that there's that tug of war between cash and premiership ring. Yes. Whereas, you know, and that's how the best sides, obviously, who have the, the better chance of success can uh, have more.
0: Which is where I, I really think that that's something like a... Look, Paul Gallen's a bad example because Queenslanders yep. hate him. Yeah. Um, but even a, a Thurston yep. retirement plan, yep. uh, if they could get a, a marquee, even a, an older marquee player like that, um, they've obviously got Diego Maradona as a, a coaching director. <laughs> or, a, or a supplements director. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that uh, they've they've got a little bit of, of up in their future.
1: Okay. Where are we? Astronauts. Stoked to get that win. Raiders had a classic case of the rickies in the last fifteen minutes. So do you want do you want to uh, touch on uh, Frank Paul?
0: Yeah. And to for somebody of that caliber. For somebody like to get Macal- a, wel- a yeah. well-regarded nickname, because he was Frank Paul the Wrecking Ball, yeah. and that was the the TV nickname. Yeah. they'd given yeah. um, to to have that sort of uh, incident, yeah, is something that a senior player shouldn't have. Yeah, you know, if if that was um, young, is it Hodgson or Hodges? Hodgson, the hooker. Yep. Yeah. Hodgson. Yeah. You know, you'd almost forgive that sort of thing. Just, yeah, just it's one, of, I mean, it's one. of those things, you know, you young know, and yeah. brain snap and yeah, and and hot headedness. But he's been around the traps long enough to fucking know better. Yes, that's that's the spot the, on. That's the bottom line. And um,
1: and yeah, he pretty much, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, obviously they had to concede points to cost them the game, but you know, he's <laughs> from what I'm looking at for yeah. a lot of a lot of uh, camera supporters. Yeah, he cost them the game. Um, at Angry Stink, good to see Karma sorting out the Raiders. Can't act from Frank Paul, results in them losing. Uh, Soulsy 04 FPN That was so fucking grubby And you cost your team The game you dirty Can't actually <laughs> drop him That's a Canberra fan Um up 23 What the Titans lack In a whole starting spine They more than make up With backbone Get A tear in my eye what a, <laughs> what a great tweet From a Titans fan It's good to see Titans uh, d- You know Winning so their fans Tweet us That's pleasing It's one oh, less look, fan base We have to worry about
0: Look to his credit Yeah as disillusioned as he is on uh, the validity of their, uh, <laughs> their their legal process, yeah, stood by them through thick and thin. He yeah. has.
1: For well, us. I wouldn't know what he did for about half of last year because <laughs> no word of a lie. Um, when the whole Cherry Evans thing was starting to pick up steam, like, you know, Willie Woney, what's going mm-hmm. on? And it was still like you know because you know it was funny things happened like his his mother his mother was on Twitter going oh I fucking don't believe you know Maddie Johns is full of shit it's because she didn't fucking know what you know what he was going to do did yeah. tell her and um and so uh, yeah and then I started hearing from you know pretty well positioned sources that this is actually looking like it's going to happen and then the announcement comes out you know, in two hours or whatever, you know, at 10.45, yeah. there's going to be a press conference with fucking Bally Cherry Evans. No word of a lie, by 10 o'clock, Muppet blocked me without a, not a word exchange between <laughs> either of us. <laughs> and that was, that was pretty much for most of last year. <laughs>
0: it's what's known in political circles as a preemptive strike.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I mean, yeah, of course I was going to be fucking, <laughs> and I mean, I, I can understand he not wanting to see that. It would have been emotionally, you know, damaging. Yeah. But, um, you know, We've moved past that, and it was a tremendous tweet. Uh, oh, speaking of tremendous, Saturday night, the mighty Manly Seagulls, 22, destroyed the Sydney Roosters, 20, at Allianz in front of a crowd of just under 12,500 people. The uh, Manly side scored tries through Jorge Tofua, Jamie Lyon, and Dylan Walker. Um, actually, Tommy Turbo's trying there too, you silly fucking listing. Uh, Jamie Lyon, three of three conversions and two penalty goals. The Roosters, 20 points came from... Double to Sean Kenny Dow Blake Ferguson with a try Daniel Tupou as well um, Problems with conversions uh, Hastings getting one of two And that was uh, Takeahoe had, had, had a go at a couple and missed Although he did get a penalty for his
0: troubles Yeah This um, this game This was the football equivalent Of watching two impotent Uzbekistanis Play a game of Soggy Sayo. <laughs> This absolutely fucking, game, fucking horrible this
1: game had some scintillating it, fucking tries look at this, scintillating this, tries no, no it didn't have any scintillating tries Dylan Walker fucking crashing through a defender fully wrapped up shook him off I think it was uh, I think it was old Sticky Fingers himself busted through and just sheer pace to get to the line score the try finally showing that hey you know Dylan Walker's fucking awesome at running the ball he's got speed and he's got strength I don't know maybe that's a quality that you would like to see in maybe a, someone in a more central location
0: <laughs> yeah well that's that's fantastic because um because this week his his halves partner is a a genuine half as well so yeah <laughs>
1: You're, you're a yeah. walker and happy this week, but yeah, yeah, exactly. There's no, I'm, oh. not, I'm not too happy about that either. Yeah.
0: So, um, <laughs> George Tafua um, showed that he's definitely a min-maxer.
1: I will tell you, he made Braden Willie Arm look like fucking <laughs> Scott Minto. <laughs> he made Braden Willie Arm look like Michael he's, Barney. Or, I don't know. You figure it
0: out. You, you know, the, to, to to score the try that he did with with that pickup, he's mm-hmm. becoming the master of the bullshit try master of the bullshit take.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you can do that when it comes to scoring a try, but you know, down the other end you with know, the other balls and things like that, he can't catch it. Is, and yeah, and exactly. rucking it out of his own end, and like he obviously he's like a he's a big unit, and he's like you know a strong a strong kid, and you know yeah. he hits the line harder can and and often can you know bust through and stuff. Yep. But he can often just fucking drop the ball too when yes. he hits the, when he Sorry. makes contact body um, on body. So,
0: James, Jamie Lyon, is, as we've said a couple of times previously, seems to have some sort of anti-aging serum. Yep. Still the god um, and. Showed some very good pace And for very for good fucking goal-kicking, so, too. Which yeah. is like, l- a lot difference? of those tries were touchline, you know, like um, all thereabouts. So, he, he, and that was crucial in the end. Them. The Roosters fans, I, I understand their feeling on the last no-try. Mm-hmm. It is completely within the current rules that it was no-try. So, I, yep. I don't have a problem with the ruling yep. or the process as it followed proper NRL guidelines for now what I do have a small issue with that if fucking swimming can have yeah, can a line, the line on their yeah. screen
1: and you know it's showing gridiron yeah. yeah
0: whether well you know gridiron they got all the fucking money in the world of course yeah. they can do it but but technology
1: is technology and fucking TV you can get a fucking yeah. 60 inch fucking exactly. uh, 4k TV from Aldi for $700 exactly. this week I mean so like shit gets cheaper I mean it's yeah. been around for a long time it should be used um the thing is, the thing, the important thing to note about that is, on TV we saw one angle. Yep. And all the screenshots are the same angle from behind and to the right. Yep. The thing is, that's Fox. That's Fox call. That's Fox Sports call. What we as the viewer see on screen. Yep. We don't see what the bunker sees. We don't see the, the 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 four to twelve angles that the bunker looks at. We don't see their whole. They, we don't see everything they run through. So people are, are the people who are outcried about the decision. Are like well, they made the decision based on that one angle that we saw, and they didn't. This is um, a, a journalist came out immediately after and said, "This is why people are getting fucking crazy about it. It's because they think that the bunker's just looking at that angle and they made a decision based on an angle which so is,
0: appears to be." A- is that the difference between Channel Nine? Because when you're on Channel Nine, you get the four screens.
1: Yeah, and we get to see a lot of bunker stuff, don't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's right. It. Yeah, and so and and so the bunker have much more stuff at their disposal yeah. to, to run
0: through and we don't see all of that here's the thing easy fix you've already shown that the bunker is going to reduce refs for calls and people yep. bitching about refs yep put a fucking line in put a fucking line in on one of the screens i would i
1: would love nothing more I, the, the bunker has been amazing so far and i mean this is off the, off the topic but i mm. think if you can rule on forward passes and offsides with a line you the fucking
0: it would be ridiculous for the sport. It'd the, be awesome. Um, the thing the thing with forward passes is the rules are so technical in terms of it must go Come backwards, backwards out of the from the hand. So the ball itself can travel forward.
1: Yeah, but I mean, the, the, even if if the touch judge doesn't see that it do, that it, if the touch judge doesn't see that it went forward out of the hands. That's yeah. still something they could do up the, Even that, that aspect yeah. That's
0: something they could the, correct But for, they can't touch anything For that to be And they were looking at it A couple of years ago was yep. There was a company out there That can put GPS trackers In the ball And figure out the physics And, and sync inside. it up with the game clock Yep And so they can tell you At any second of the game And you just got to Sync yep. it up with the The screen uh, And the split yep. Of where the ball Left the hand And they can tell you The direction that ball yeah, Was travelling in Down yep. to a fairly uh, yep. Fairly accurate accurate decimal, but... It's like, I almost wouldn't want it
1: to be that granular because when you get it that accurate, yeah, there's a lot of stoppages in the game. So that's the like,
0: thing with forward passes. you have to Smith get to that, that every, level.
1: Cameron Smith's turning it over every tackle <laughs> if you put that system in place. <laughs> you know what?
0: I had this wild and crazy thought while I was yep. watching um, the... I, I saw on and off the Storm, yep. Storm Sharks game while I was on live. That... the the flat pass at a dummy half has become blatant forward pass. Yeah. It's like you've got a so, 10 centimetres
1: forward kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, and
0: what a difference it makes. And it's not being called. Yeah. So why not just change the rule? And I'm not saying we have a gridiron style system where where the dummy half can gridiron it yep. down the field to as somebody. As long
1: as you pass it no further forward than the, the than the guy who plays the ball. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so that gives you about a um, like 50 centimetre sort of leeway. You know, but, look, well, here's the thing. Yeah. I'd say that you're allowed a forward pass on dummy half from from everyone because realistically if they're too far forward and you're throwing it to them that's prime intercept territory. Yeah. So so players are going to be smart enough to pull it forward. Um, well, it's more
1: like they haven't secured the ball by the time they hit the line, you know, line. So maybe there's like you know more chance of a you know, drop ball, and you that's know, it. what what, so, you, what you what you gain in in like velocity before they have to you know catch the ball, think about catching the ball.
0: You know, yeah, you lose in potentially with
1: you know ball security or something when so, they hit the line.
0: Yeah. Um, I I wouldn't be upset if they said, look, you you know, we're not going to call forward passes. Yeah. From dummy half anymore. Um, Cameron Smith would fucking love that. Cameron Smith. That would extend his career, <laughs> no, it wouldn't change his game one bit. Everyone else would improve he, and- his his error rate, would drop to nothing
1: <laughs> statistically. It would so be amazing right, for yeah. him, you'd uh, never throw a forward pass again. Um, the thing that the, the, I mean, you know, all trolling aside, I mean, the thing to take away from this game one is fantastic. Jamie Lyons kicking, um, Tommy Turbo, the try that he scored. Like, to get the ball down, I mean, like, in fact, the, just, just the sheer, the inroads they made, when obviously the halves aren't creating anything, so for Lion and yeah. Turbo to be the ones that are taking upon themselves to put in these, they, they did it numerous times to gain territory and, you know, and, and you know get scrums packed yep. and things like that, but then also to actually put on attacking kicks and grubbers and things like yeah. that, I mean, their combination there is incredible, and it's, it was really missed in the Willie Army years. but the only thing I really take away from this is that... They're not there yet, but they're taking steps each week to, you know, get towards there. But the most important thing is that they, they clearly, like, they want to win. Like, you look at a team like Newcastle. Yeah. They're, they're not prepared to yeah. fucking grind hard and do what it takes to win. I mean, these guys, when it's 22-20 and it's just desperation, fuck it, they were, like, desperate to fucking, you know, not concede points and, um, and you know just played their asses off, where even though the execution wasn't quite there in attack, they still w- were so desperate that they, you know, they just got there through sheer will. And, I mean, that's something that you can build off. You know, if they've got that will to win, then the rest of the stuff will just come with time. So, um, with See,
0: that- I would say to you that the thing you should take away from this is that previous week you beat a team that most people agree will make top the top, top eight teams. this year, yeah. at least the top eight, by ten points. Yeah. This week you won by two points. With a contentious try, we didn't disallowed. All our tries were, all our tries. No, with a contentious they, try. They had
1: a try allowed that was dis- contentious too. Being, being disallowed
0: over a team that's the current wooden spooner in yeah, the worst form of recent memory.
1: Also worst injury toll and all the rest of it. I mean, so you've got to say with the wooden spooner, they're certainly not going to be the wooden spooner though
0: either. No, and they're not. Of, the but in, the their se- current, in their current form. The
1: end of the season is going to, well no, maybe this is a turning point for them. You never yeah, but, know. This is their fucking... They brought their A game this week. But you and haven't... We still
0: won. No. No,
1: no, no. no. See? That was their A game. They fucking... And they almost pulled off a monumental upset against fucking, you know, the competition favourites. Yeah. So, they, So there you go. So, at the end of the day, the story... I mean, you'll look back on the season and go, wow, Manly, okay, Manly beat East you know, round, in round four, 22-20. And they say, wow, what a fucking blockbuster game that was because, you know, Manly finished second on the minor premiership and Easton finished sixth. Look, it... What big what game between competition and heavyweights and what no one re- remembers the fucking details you know in, in, in you know
0: four or five months time what you're going to rue is not taking the chance to put a big score on the easy beats when you have the chance I think we've got pennies coming up we'll be good oh, stop it fucking <laughs> stop it
1: <laughs> uh, tweets MJ Eagle 23 the Roosters coach was a bit salty after the loss I guess I would be too losing to a manly pack containing Burgess and Starling <laughs> <laughs> that's right you want to talk about fucking teams that have you know got handicaps <laughs> Mr. Nilsson 27 the Roosters get a 2-1 to penalty count near 3 I thought it was 3 I thought it was 9-3 th- to th- the penalty count um, the Roosters fans on Twitter still blame ref's fault. Um Jake underscore Chook two games on Saturday both decided by incorrect referee calls thanks for the podcast I'm done with this fucked sport
0: <laughs>
1: and, and Jake you know I love you mate but I saw you tweet about games On Saturday, on Sunday and Monday So you're fucking lying
0: Rugby league fandoms Like the mafia
1: Why are you fucking lying <laughs> <laughs> The base chapo How good is Trent Barrett Still not very Not convinced James But thanks for asking St. George Illawarra Dragons, 14, defeated the Penrith Panthers, 12, at Wynn Stadium in front of a crowd of just shy of 13,000. Sunday afternoon, 4 p.m. game, Dragons, 14, came from tries to Ewan Aitken and Josh Dugan. Gareth Widdop, two of two conversions and a penalty goal, defeating the Panthers, 12, tries to Peter Hickou and Josh Mansour. Jamie uh, Soward, one of two conversions and a penalty goal. Fucking explain yourself.
0: Yeah, it was painful. <laughs> Urban um...
1: Samurai. Let's talk about Urban Samurai. That's who the, That's who the listeners want to talk about. He's already a fucking shoeing for mascot of the year. No, just the Urban just Samurai belief. is a
0: fucking myth. Everyone's talking about how he carved us up. He, he, had one- carved, you like you, he carved you like Ghost Dog. He had like <laughs> fucking Ghost Dog. No one else has <laughs> tweeted about Ghost Dog. No, no, he fucking carved you up like he was Ghost Dog. You and one other person fucking, in the world have seen Ghost Dog.
1: Fucking all you hear is some fucking, some sick fucking rizza beats. Yeah. You, and you, Penrith getting carved by the Urban Samurai.
0: You guys can go and have a fucking docking party together. <laughs> And, and watch Ghost Dog. If you don't know what it is, Google what docking is, kids. Um, and now on to we, things we don't have to Google. Let's talk about actual history. We, we don't we don't seem to have the same sort of Warriors level of, of rocks and diamonds. Um, but for us to come out and beat who many people consider the Premiership favourites last week. But not after you beat them, and, and really grind out, <laughs> grind out a win with them. To to come out and perform like we did against the Dragons was was a little bit unprofessional. And it was- well, rather than rocks
1: and diamonds, we should think of a term to, to specifically relating to Penrith. Given that you know you are in the co-host seat, you know let's 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 tailor the show more to you. So it's not rocks and diamonds; that's Warriors. They own that. They own that Dol terminology.
0: Doll week or non-doll week?
1: No, I'd like to think because of the way that you seem to get injured, we need to do biscuits. So like we got to go. Like what's the fucking what's this like a Tim Tam mint slice, and then what's down here? See, I'm a, I'm a caramel crown man. Yeah, they're fucking also. good though. Okay, so that's fine if it can be. So, it, it, well, but basically, we're talking about a chocolate biscuit, though, right? It has to be like one that's got covered in chocolate,
0: and then a ginger nut snap. To, oh, see, they're okay though. They're not shit. No, they're not what's fucking what's shit. Okay. Like I fuck's shit? they're really the Peter shit. Wallace of biscuits. Yeah, ginger nut. Of course. They, they're good if you need a <laughs> substitution. You know, they'll do.
1: I'm trying to think what the, what's the what is the worst fucking the worst biscuit biscuits biscuits go so fucking well. I'm just trying to, th- I'm having, st- I'm struggling yeah, thinking tough. of a truly shit one.
0: Um, oh, you
1: know what was really shit? Those peanut butter Tim Tams, they were fucking vile. Oh, are they bad? Oh, vile. Okay. Like, de- like, like oh, I love a Tim Tam, but fuck me, they were vile. Okay. It um, tasted like the fucking peanuts, the, the, the peanuts on the bar immediately in the closest to the, to the fucking pisser. <laughs> <laughs> and cunts have been putting their hands in there, and haven't been washing their hands. Then oh, they put them in make I fucking peanut, <laughs> peanut butter fucking Tim it, Tams.
0: Yeah.
1: So this is a peanut butter Tim Tams
0: <laughs> this, this is peanut butter What's Tim that? Tams um, you know, it, it always happens and, and you're at risk of it After you win a, a big game against a big opponent You know the old, you've played your grand final yeah. last week
1: And you certainly played a second half grand final in that game Yeah yeah,
0: exactly So the, the fact that we can give away you know, it, was, it was something stupid like five or six repeat sets yep. On our line Just through penalties Yep. You know, just through penalty. I feel I feel that fucking pain because that was us last week it's too. In, in the modern game where you have total amounts of sets in a game in the 30s yep. to give away six of them on your line in the first half, when so much of our success rests on high-paced, up-tempo attack yep. to give that much gas out of your tank... In defence and not only You that's cannot You cannot expect to To win football games um, Even the You know it, it came back to haunt us Like you look at that Dugan try That he scored to win the match Yep And Out defending that Was Jamie Soward and Peter Hiku, Neither of whom are world class defenders Jamie Sauer's been putting his body on the line A little bit more these days The Hiku Highway um, wasn't Wasn't so named for no reason Exactly So But There was no one there was no one else. There was Hiku. There was Soward, and it was fucking no man's land. Yeah, that's that's that, that's and, on, this, that's the Hiku Highway <laughs> nailed. So, Hiku in no man's land. I <laughs> know oh, he, he was He was where he was supposed to be. But it was your second rows and your forwards yeah. who should have been covering. And it, and again, you know, look, we'd lost Will Smith, so technically there was guys playing out of position. We'd lost Cardi, so you know, excuses, excuses. But at any level of, of any position of, of a rugby league team you should know that when the fullback is scouting outside your left hand defense yeah that you number up yeah that someone needs to be providing cover and if he gets the ball you smother him so he either has to to take the tackle or he has to cut back infield where yep. the rest of your defenders are even if they're a little bit compressed it, yep. It's, yep. it's fucking basic. Basic team defence yep. To be honest um, I think that Us losing by two Was a bit of a lucky escape There was the potential there And, and Penrith teams Of previous year Would have collapsed So I'm not entirely Unhappy
1: Yeah With it But you You, um, you could say that On one hand like That you, know, you appreciate A close You know A close loss Rather than a falling But I mean You fucking had this, You know
0: Oh we definitely Should have won this I mean, game you had
1: this We game definitely Should yeah, I mean, It was one
0: And and the, the fact that, that we gave up so much possession of them early yep. just showed in, in the laziness or, or how things fell apart late in the second half. So the, I thought Gareth Widdop was very good again uh, and, and showed that if he, if he was playing behind a decent forward pack instead of the international cunt circus of hairdos that he currently sits behind, <laughs> um, he, he is a legit world-class playmaker. You know, he he's, he's never going to be throwing Andrew Johns-like precision cutout passes. Yep. But he's kicking game stable. I I think he'd make a fantastic foil um, for the Milfords of the world. Yep. Just as that stable, level-headed... Safe under the highball. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> But, well done, Dragons fans. Some of my favourite people in the world are Dragons fans. Really? Yeah. You're saying that? No, I'm not. My aunt... My thirteen-year-old cousin, whose parents let her listen to the podcast. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Didn't we have a discussion when they got up here? My apologies. They, um, <laughs> yeah. So fantastic people. In Still their family, they've got um, they've got two dragons supporters. Yeah. And two Broncos supporters.
1: Lucky they weren't listening in like two thousand nine, two thousand ten, because the Dragons when you, you know they fucking copped it. Then let me tell yeah, you. Yeah.
0: Oh, but, did they cop it? I'll tell you what, you want to talk about a passionate rugby league supporter? Yeah. My uncle, um, coming from Melbourne, mm-hmm. Broncos fan. Yep. Just just because, uh, came from Melbourne, moved to Sydney, no one supported the Broncos. So like,
1: born in Melbourne or...
0: Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, think. yeah. Um, has a Brisbane Broncos box trailer. Yeah. A maroon box trailer with a giant Broncos logo on yeah. the side of it um, that he pumps around with down at uh, Bega. Yeah.
1: Probably um, not as likely to get fucked up in bigger.
0: You might get some cheese thrown at you. Oh,
1: that's true. I do love the cheese down there. I've heard.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Spot on. I've been at the factory. Done the tour.
1: Oh really? And how is it? <sighs> Cheesy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fun. past it's past midnight. I'm doing up comedy.
1: eighty-six. <laughs> Hiku in again. Bloody good strike rate but he's Gandalf the Polly Hash Hiku Haiku Hash you shall not pass that was
0: my favourite tweet of the week uh,
1: Devonhead, uh, I, would like to, I would like to think uh, Hash Urban Samurai dedicated that performance to you Jay um, Matty McP 25 Urban Samurai was cutting cunts left right and centre today you brought this on yourself I thought, like I said this before we started recording Glenn would say shit about teams and stuff too yeah. and they would invariably come back to kill him The power the karmic power that this show puts out into the universe
0: yeah you know what Josh, Josh Dugan scored the try mm-hmm. and the Urban Samurai had one or two good runs where he probably should have scored himself and didn't so you know what he's still a fuckwit
1: hey, how it was, you're saying it was like a death by a thousand and it wasn't like a he didn't. He didn't. Didn't decapitate you?
0: No, not at all. He. He wasn't even involved. Yeah, he you were some paper cut. He was. He was, <laughs> he was sitting down in the corner, polishing the faux wood that he keeps his three swords of descending size on. On his hand-me-down, fucking garage sale mantelpiece.
1: <laughs> so, uh, paraman Mark Two. Not sure what he's going out here, but I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna say he's. He's like the at hash. Urban Samurai there's an urban Samurai so it's, it's not there's, there's no Urban Samurai account there probably is an Urban Samurai account and if the, if the poor cunt's getting tweed, he's probably like well, my hair's fine like I just, I, I just really enjoy fucking Kurosawa films why, why are you fucking I'm, just, you, I'm just an enthusiast man why, why, are you, why, are you people, why are you people talking about my hair all the time it's just fucking normal um, yeah, the, the Urban Samurai leads his band of warriors to a mighty victory over the cat in the hat led panthers Twill Host destroys TV did you destroy TV? No. Yeah, you're, much more, you're much more rational after losses. I've got to say. No, I just like my TV. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. we we'll see what you like in fucking yeah. In August, when 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 the word mathematical starts appearing <laughs> in the conversation.
0: <laughs> uh, Look, the, the good thing about being a Panthers fan, yeah, is no matter what happens, yep. I've got the Panther Yeah, it's true. I've got something that no other team supporters have. That's true. You fuckers live or die, you know, by what happens in the season. I got Snapchat and Instagram.
1: Yeah, me too, though. I don't care, they're not my things. <laughs> nah. Uh Nathan Sully 89, best Easter weekend comeback in 2,000 years. Ooh,
0: nice one. Yeah, I, I was going to say, we, we imitated Jesus. We tried really hard for the right thing and ended up getting Nailed. <laughs> <We> get nailed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that tweet may be misfiled too. Um, the Warriors 40 defeated the Newcastle Knights 18 over at Mount Smart Stadium in front of just shy of 14,000 people. The Warriors 40, here we go. Blake Ageford, Carter, uh, mm. Johnson, Matalino, uh, Lola Hea, Vatavai, and Isaac Luke with tries. Six of seven conversions to Sean Johnson. The Knights 18 came from tries to Ayora, Dane Gagai, and Nathan Ross. Three of three conversions to Trent Hodkinson. Mm
0: again, like the, the Canberra Titans game. You, you'd look at the scoreline on this and think, "Oh my God, what what a brilliant display of attacking football!" But it
1: was second half. It was yeah, it but the, certainly the, was the, that the
0: first half was definitely just just an example of shitty defence. You know, the but both teams weren't there. I've, I've seen a lot of talk about, oh, you know, RTS is there. He scored. Mm-hmm. He he's arrived. He's back in form. Yep. Yeah, what actually happened was that he spun out of a hands tackle. Yeah, nobody put a body in front of him,
1: but he started he cashed a check so, so
0: <laughs> he, he, ca- he he cashed a check um but the the first half was just was horrible to watch it was simple tries crashing over stupid defense um <laughs> the, Johnson's try was was you know it was being labeled brilliant I've seen a lot of places it was a brilliant solo effort all it was was he ran sixty meters sideways and mm. nobody put a body in front of him yep that's all that happened. Um, the the Warriors though are starting to look more like themselves, and in the second half, definitely, they looked like like what we've come to expect from the Warriors in previous seasons. But probably a, just a little bit slower. Well, um, yeah, you know, the their their, their set of, plays were more deliberate.
1: Well, speaking of slow, Sean Johnson, he's still like there's, he's still missing an incredible amount coming back from that yeah. broken leg. Yeah, he's there. There were some times where he would, like, he would have even shut the gate. Mm. And, like, the numerous, these little yeah. half things where last year he, he would have been going... I mean, hopefully he gets back to that. At, at some, you know, within... I don't know what the timetable is. Will he ever? Is it you know, is it something that he can ever fully, you know, bring yeah. back? Or I don't but know, it's, but he's... the thing. It, it was
0: never his only... Weapon. He was never. No, it just wasn't. But Julius I mean, now he's clay. got that.
1: Now he's now the other stuff sort of come back. But the, the speed is the the missing thing that he needs yeah. to you know to turn that half chance into a you know a full fledged break or That's you it. know or so try or whatever.
0: I, look, I think he's just going to have to work a little bit harder to, to develop other parts of his game. So, it it Warriors fans, at least you know they're doing something at training. Yeah. Because they're running set plays and they're, <laughs> they're coming off. And it was a nice practice session for them against the Knights. But even the play out to where Manu scored in the corner, um, fuck, he's just a big, lanky yep. son of a bitch that doesn't belong on the wing of a rugby league <laughs> field. <laughs> it... it it looked like a, a nice set play, but it was probably slow and deliberate. And you could see them that they were stopping and looking before they were passing. It wasn't yep. flowing. But again, it, it, it's not the worst place to be, you know, ha- having having at least something to build on.
1: It was looking dire at halftime when they're tied, going into the break tied up with the Newcastle Knights, diabolically at home. Two of all, yeah. And when they when they have a, a fairly decent home home ground advantage in the scheme of things, yeah. um, And apparently, um, the the remedy. Was a an all-time old-fashioned fucking spray <laughs> from McFadden.
0: Yeah, good on I you.
1: was uh, I I watched the first 20 minutes, and for the second 20 minutes and period uh, heading to uh, into half-time, I did a dump run. And I was listening on the radio, and it's funny, because I'd watched the first 20 minutes of the game, and I knew it was a fucking dire piece of shit game. But on the radio, when they get the half-time, they're like, oh, people will say that this game's shit, but... You know, I'm paraphrasing, of course. The people say this game's shit, but I think it's been a really... blah Oh, blah. you fucking lying cunts. You know that people aren't looking. Yeah. And so you're trying to fucking pass this yeah. shit off. However, the sideline eye comes back, and he said... And he was just like, kind of...
0: <laughs>
1: Andrew McFadden, his party was an old-fashioned traditional spray <laughs> <laughs> apparently he tore seven shades of shit off them and um it worked i mean cuz it always it's it's been a constant conundrum in rugby league like what do you fucking do to get these super talented warriors lineups to fucking play yeah you know to to reach to to at least approach their potential and um and yeah, he did it. I mean, maybe that's it. And you know, we, you know, if you're a coach, it'd be fun as fuck to spray. Yeah. Hot, yeah. Can you imagine if you found out it was like a secret thing, like you know, spinach for Popeye, all you had to do was spray these cunts at halftime, and no matter what happened in the first half, the sins were washed away, and they came out as fucking premiership favourites in the second half. Yeah. I'd look forward to it. I'd Spot just sit on. there and I would just be I'd just be making notes on everything that happened in the first half. I'm like, all right, you
0: can't you You'd sit down and watch every episode of Entourage, just fast forward to the RE gold bits. <laughs>
1: yeah, and you'd be in any given Sunday. Just, just and writing just, notes.
0: Yeah. You're looking up these speeches
1: on YouTube, so invariably you'll get to the one about the solo and the fucking, you know, you bash that can of solo up your ass.
0: <laughs> just to make it easy for yourself, you make Sean Johnson go and change his name to Lloyd. <laughs>
1: so it, it, it's oh, no, you just call him like Ash, <laughs> but has to change his name. Your name is fucking <laughs> Lloyd now.
0: <laughs> yeah, look, it, it's pretty obvious the, the the competition's split into, I think, three pretty distinct categories. The, the the teams that are well on their way to what will be, the the form that gets them into the final, the, the, the top eight. There's those teams that are almost there and just need a few more pieces to click, and there's yep. the teams that are are clearly behind everyone else. The Knights are unfortunately for them pretty pretty firmly in that third category. Yep. The Warriors are gonna to have to do a little bit more than beat the Knights with a decent second half for me to say they've they've jumped into that second category. Yep. Um but I I think they're, that they're well on their way.
1: Alright, uh, where are we? Uh D Matea, aka D's nuts I should still a shit cunt in capitals and should start being the Warriors tackling bag. That's all he's good for. Still has his tiger ways. Mr. D's, you're forgetting that he also spent some time at the Sharkies in between. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch the Geo. This is this. It's a sad. I, I feel bad for Mitch. Uh, there's nothing like a good game of footy and that was nothing like a good game of footy. <laughs> how streak ended as Gronk Dad. And so that is officially the first loss for the Newcastle, the Newcastle side uh, since the birth of his child uh at mr palmer teacher on twitter that's big dan used to be big dan and uh danny palmer he's uh, haven't heard from him for a little while hopeless utterly hopeless this is going to be one long year hash not another wooden spoon mm. look you know just like we we cast you know mockery down upon you know march premiers, march spooners as well aren't really a thing Otherwise, Manly would have won the spoon last year, probably, or mm. yeah, you know, or certainly thereabouts. It would have been you know, yep. one of a few teams in contention. So, you know, it's not over yet. Uh, Billy Boy eight eight seven. How the fuck can I stay true to this? He's got hashtag stay true. So I don't know if that's a a Knights marketing, you know, team hashtag thing this year or not. It, it, it must be I'm not aware it. all the teams have got their you know their things like I mean that the, the hilarious manly one was like you know hashtag you know, stronger together and they were using that last year when the, the pens were fucking <laughs> tearing be <laughs> out like you know completely making a mockery of their own bullshit marketing um, oh the fucking Tigers I can't remember what, theirs one, what their one was oh, what was the fucking Tigers one it was like Unite, Commit, Achieve or something like that. Oh really? When I mean, it was really like I mean, yeah, you know, when they're saying that when fucking they're you know, telling Faradays to think, fuck off or play reserve grade. <laughs> like bicker, 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 and fight decline, or something like that. Um, but so if the Knights, to, I mean, a, Knights a, Knight, a Knights fan can, um, can, can confirm with me yeah. if the stay, hashtag stay true is a, is their you know, their thing that you put on game day tweets for <laughs> the, the side. Like, how the fuck can I hashtag stay true to this pathetic fucking team?
0: Look, Shouldn't even be in the NRL. You know what? As a Knights fan, at least you can take a bit of comfort that there will always be some constants for your club. Um, for one, Adam McDougall will always be somewhere around there trying to bleed money out of that club in some oh, way or peddling another. Peddling his
1: man juice or whatever he's <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that shit called? The,
0: the last time. manshake.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, wow. Man
1: <My> manshake <laughs> brings all the spoons to the <laughs> night.
0: <laughs> it's, um... The, the last thing I saw him on was one of those um, fake earthquake machines that you're supposed to stand on and it vibrates, and that that's your, your exercise.
1: Oh, okay, the exercise. I thought you were thinking of some so sort was, of earthquake simulation
0: the, machine. The whole, the whole thing of you, you can exercise while standing still. Yeah, yeah, one of those easy things um, for people who
1: think you don't have to actually do anything.
0: Yeah, he's, he's worse than a friend yeah. that's joined Amway. Oh. Uh. He just shills with such fucking... He's like, just... With, with such commitment. Yeah. It, you know, man shakes probably cause chronic kidney failure.
1: Irritable bowel syndrome. <laughs> just ex- it, At the very least, explosive case of the green apple splatters. Or male-pattern baldness. Well, clearly. <laughs> so,
0: um... Cause you know, your
1: thighs to just, fucking balloon up. In-
0: <laughs> just uh, just take solace in the fact that one of your own heroes has, has so much respect for your club.
1: Gee, that was a really depressing thing <laughs> to take away <laughs> The uh, Parramatta Eels, 8 To feed the West Tigers, 0 At our ANZ uh, Good crowd, 36 and a bit, 1,000 mm. um, The Eels, a try to junior polo Michael Gordon, 1 conversion Michael Gordon, 1 penalty goal The West Tigers,
0: buppo, wow. none Wow Yeah, it was pretty much the football uh, equivalent of blue balls, this one it was because
1: like an eight-nil scoreline implies like a dour sort of affair, but there were some f- majestic fucking try savers on both sides. The like those the sorts of try savers like how the fuck did did they not score that?
0: Yeah, that's it. So um, probably not so much try savers as as bombed tries. It,
1: look, oh, t- there's some Tedesco, quality, like fucking Teddy some quality yeah,
0: try saver tackles. He he stopped Semi once and he held up Jenko. Yeah. Over the line. Yep. Who I don't think is playing anywhere near where he should be.
1: There's um, some, um, yeah, Just there's a, geez, a lot of fucking love for him though.
0: Yeah, it, it the rooster's got the best out of him. Yeah, it appears that, it. I've
1: I, I just got this feeling that Parramatta, is the narrative team of the season. Yeah. Confirmed.
0: Yeah East,
1: yeah. East have been for a bit and South obviously had their time. Yep. But um, Parramatta are the narrative team to be followed mm. by, you know, the media and Channel 9s and so forth and all the hyperbole and stuff. Look, that's, yeah. I, I
0: know, I know better than, better than most people what, what a heartbreak it is to have a Michael Jennings in your side, who isn't there mentally.
1: Because you had legitimately, actually, Michael Jennings in your side who wasn't there <laughs> mentally.
0: And look, I I love watching him play at East, you know, and I and I love the the skill level he brought to State of Origin those years. Yeah, he was amazing to watch, but the Michael Jennings I see at the moment isn't isn't a, a patch on that player. But the the, the positive for the Tigers and the Tigers fans to take out of that is that the their defence held strong for, for what has been a fairly good attacking team Yep for most of the year
1: Well, um, well Parramatta par- par- I mean, they're, they're, they're certainly a defensive team at this stage of the season anyway mm-hmm. It's their defence that uh, is you know, I, I saw statistics it's their, their best since fucking you know, a long time 30 years
0: Well, they've, they've been putting on so sort of, They've been putting on 16 plus a game Yeah Fairly regularly, but um, the the Tigers did did fairly well, you know, and and by Tigers I mean Tedesco. Yep. So, um, you know, he he was basically worth twelve points to them, or, or eight points plus conversions, whatever that would have been. Um, but the I, I think based on this game, he has to be the smart choice for State of Origin. Has to be. The skill set's there. Otherwise, we end up in the situation again where we don't give young players their start. He's but,
1: mature enough that he's not going to if he if he drops a bomb or something that leads to a try, it's not going to mentally scar yeah. him for the rest of his career. Well, he's he's been yeah. he's been through he's he's been around long enough. I mean, he's not like he's old, but he's been through enough that it's not like he's some fresh wonder kid that's had five yeah. good games and that's somehow him. you know blagged the position in the side and then is destroyed because he has a Justin
0: hodges S game, you know. He's had to listen to Robbie Farah's fucking motivational talks. That kid is mental Teflon.
1: It's funny, those, those, those youngsters from all reports, they all fucking love Robbie, eh? Really? Don't they see? Not going to turn on Robbie. There's a lot of turning on Robbie, though, my God. I mean, all of a sudden, the addition of him off the bench is the entire reason why they didn't score a point.
0: Yeah, look, it, influential player. You know the the fact that they had three hookers in that game. <laughs> yeah. Um, if it was for a, a legitimate reason, if the game plan was to. To almost to run mouse traps with three three play the balls every <laughs> <second>. <laughs> yeah,
1: you, actually, you actually like a, play the ball like that old fucking shell
0: game. Like you which, pretend which, to play the ball. Which hooker is yeah. which hooker is, <laughs> is going to get the ball? <laughs> um, you know, if, if the idea was to get a mobile fit pack out there yeah. to combat something like a bulldogs yeah. pack, then then fair enough. But they didn't they didn't play to their strengths.
1: No, and Parramatta's not at really the team certain. where that's a strategy that you would go in anyway.
0: I think the Tigers actually had, speaking of strategy, the right idea with playing Parramatta. You know, the the Bulldogs came out and tried to, to hit them physically and Parramatta showed that they can, at this stage of the season, we'll, we'll Handle see it, yeah. if they can do it for a whole year. But they'll they'll stay with you yep. in terms of fitness. I think the Tigers went out there and tried to out-tempo the yep. Eels. And whilst it worked, they were creating a lot of chances, but that also out-tempoed themselves. Yeah. So that, that also, was they also where
1: fucked up a lot too, because they, they fell into that trap of going sideways, but you know. Yeah. Because they, going forward wasn't really, you know, wasn't going their way.
0: Which is where, if you're going at even a step faster than you used to, yep. that's where your kicks... Um, yeah, there were two tries they bombed, where yep. one kick was just too long, yep. and the other kick was probably six metres yep. too short. Yeah. At... At a slower pace, those kicks probably found their mark close to the try line and, and there's points scored, which makes it a very, very different game. Um, the the defence was good. The Tigers now just have to find out a way to bring attack and defence to the same game. Yep. Devonhead, three hookers
1: and still can't score. Not sure if it's the West Tigers or Chapo. Paraman, mark two. Worst game of the year so far, but fucking stoked we won a game ugly with our defence. The biggest tiger Not 13 plus Tick Stopped semi scoring Tick Tedesco not injured Tick Didn't have to pay for the bus Tick Hashtag Not many positives M51 avoider how many points that's right folks none TMB and we're starting to see the emergence of the uh, you know it's a couple of weeks it's taken but the old Tigers in Decline hashtag with the number 5 in there instead of the S for, for the 5th time in a row the Tigers in Decline wins hashtag of the year
0: <laughs> it's a 5 Pete whatever you want yeah. to call that um. <laughs> it's going to be when, when they break up can we just putting this out there early but when when they inevitably go off to other teams yeah can we do a shirt that said "Run TMB, None TMB, Done TMB"? <laughs> I'm sure that would sell exactly. <laughs> well, I
1: mean, it, it would probably sell about twenty shirts, I reckon, just like people who just have a West Tiger supporter in their life that they just want to troll. <laughs> I think the the, the yeah. curious thing is, I mean, this this shuts the Tigers fans up because a uh, a team that you would have to say, on the balance of things at the moment, you would consider the season so thus far is pretty successful for the Tigers, right? Yep, things are traveling in a, you know in a pretty good direction. Yeah, that have won them as many games as the team teams paling crisis like Seagulls. Eagles. Oh, really? So, yeah, so I'll take that. Kind of <laughs> I'll take that successful kind of season. Yeah. If if your uh, success is being um, you know one win off top place, just like Manly is. Oh, look, by we're
0: Manly were just expected to to do more with the the next Andrew Johns happy Coruscant,
1: so. Oh, this weekend. Imagine if you fucking carved it. <laughs> like oh, I would. Oh, I'd probably fucking stab myself I <laughs> just like
0: <laughs> this is obviously a dream world oh, need I to wake me. up oh,
1: yeah. wake up, <laughs> <God>. wake up. <laughs> <laughs> <Just>
0: stab yourself
1: <laughs> Monday night uh, footbitch a Cronulla Southern Sharks 14 defeated the Melbourne Storm 6 at um what we calling it Reclaim Australia Stadium. <laughs> uh, just over nine thousand in attendance, and the Sharkies fourteen tries to Ben Barber and Chad Townsend. Maloney one of two conversions, two or two penalty goals, defeating the Storm one solitary a try to Kafusi and Cameron Smith with the conversion.
0: Yeah, it's um. Oh, what do you say about this game? You know, Cam- it happened. Cameron Smith's a wingy fuckwit.
1: He is, and I mean there was there was a lot of going on about you know did he you know was that Wade Graham's mouth guard that he picked up. And uh, stuffed in his sock around the thirty seventh, thirty eighth oh. minute of the game, playing his day, the mouth guard goes flying out in the tackle, and he picks it up and sticks it yeah. in his sock. And then later on, he clips Wade Graham in the mouth when he doesn't he doesn't have a mouth guard in. Yeah. And so there's a lot there's a lot of, of troll. I mean, like this the, the, Twitter these days is is broken up between like the people who like to have a laugh and fucking ha- and and slag on players that are the cunts, like Cameron Smith, for yes. example. And the people who go oh, this fucking that didn't happen, yeah, you know, like. Oh, you guys are... Uh,
0: yeah, you know what? Fuck up, cunts. You know what? Let us have our fun. Twitties to be fun. Climate change is real. hmm People should be allowed to love who they want. Cucumbers taste better pickled. Cameron Smith's a fuckwit.
1: They're the four fucking basic immutable that's, laws of life.
0: That's it. it. This whole thing of, oh, no, that didn't happen, there is video Evidence. He certainly picked. I mean, but then you
1: know, whether it was Wade Graham's mouth guard is is up for dispute. We we don't. We, I don't know. Because honestly, after after having my fun that night while the game's on TV, <sighs>
0: who else's mouth guard are you putting in your sock? Well, unless I, I, you, I, I, then, there was there was talk, it could have been Finucane's. That's all. Unless you so. walk up to every single player on the opposing team and says, "It's yours, it's yours, it's yours, it's yours." Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. You know, if it's if it's a mouth guard, yeah, you pick it up, yeah. And you toss it, or you you throw it to your bench, yep. and you say to your blokes, "If anyone's lost a mouthguard, I've I've given it to Birri Busted Birri on the sideline. Yeah, go and get it from him.
1: So like what you put in your sock? I mean, like if I thought it was Wade Gray's mouthguard, I'd fucking stick it down my pants and then hand it to him, and then go, "Oh mate, found your mouthguard. <laughs> <laughs> and they and then go. Hey, hey, how's my fucking ball bag taste?" <laughs>
0: There you go, what, what you Imagine all about? the Cronulla fans. Yeah. How did he get that fucking teeth mustache? How do I get one of them? If <laughs> you're just like, you like,
1: "Hey, you Cronulla, oh. you, hey, you guys are all about fucking eating bags of dick." There you go. <laughs> Fuck.
0: It, um, look, James Maloney's uh, look, looking to, to prove me wrong. I, I said at the start of the year that that I didn't think he'd be the buy that a lot of people were expecting him to be at Cronulla. Are crazy?
1: And, I hope I picked you up on that time because I don't remember you
0: saying that. That's, oh, look, that's I, crazy talk. I, I said that Cronulla couldn't make Todd Carney work, and that James Maloney didn't have as much raw talent as Todd Carney.
1: No, but he's not a fuckhead either.
0: Um, he, he seems to have a little bit more hard, because fuck, he gets smashed every single game, Yeah, um, and gets up smiling. It's fantastic. But and also,
1: at least as far as we know, he doesn't he doesn't get loose on the tins.
0: He, he's about the only thing I enjoy about watching Cronulla play.
1: You know what I'm enjoying? Trent. Just a little bit. The minor, you know, at
0: this stage, let's say
1: forty-five percent. Ben Barber resurgent.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Better than the, he's already better than the Broncos. Yes. He's best. He's, I mean, I'm not saying he's fucking amazing. I mean, he's never going to light shit up like he did. Not at all. Ne- oh, yeah, never. is a long time. I mean, maybe, maybe he might fucking blow us away. But he's making a fucking useful contribution of himself. Yep. To a football side. For the first time in like three
0: years, he he seems to have accepted his role. Yep, you know, um, which which is good. The the thing I'm finding interesting about this season is the the Cooper Cronk situation in Melbourne. If you if you look at great players, they've always sort of had the ability to, to bring their teams up a level. Yep. Whereas Cooper Cronk's showing that he's he goes down a level without a certain calibre of player around him. Um yeah, it's been said for years that he was always very robotic. Yep. And that it was just his his recall and um muscle memory and, and work ethic yep. that got him to where he was, which, which is fantastic and deserves to be there as much as anybody. Um but it probably shows he's not quite in the calibre of the your Johns and, and Thurstons and Sterlings in terms of playmakers. What like Cherry Evans is No, playmakers, not Orange Pillars. <laughs> <peelers. laughs> So.
1: Um, one-eyed tiger Cam Smith's disgusting behaviour wasn't the worst thing I saw on Monday I also watched the human centipede later that night tell you what that's de- that's definitely outdoing like the lethal weapon follow up on Friday Night Football <laughs> that's what the human centipede on especially when it's a Monday night game between two cunt sides uh, at Cobra Burgers.
0: I'm just imagining Bellamy is the doctor. If the team doesn't perform,
1: <laughs> where the positions go though? You're about this is this just the big three? They they make up the links of the centipede, or you actually just?
0: Oh no, he'd sew them to his own ass. That's his dedication to his craft.
1: <laughs> and I'd like to think that Billy Slater is the last one in the chain. <laughs> Although he does like yeah, you know, he does like early balls. So maybe. He's... <laughs> um, Cobra Burgers. Being in close proximity to Cameron Smith automatically makes you a grub exhibit, A, eh? Corobetti? So mm. a lot of talk around the time of the game. Is the Sinbin dead? Is the send-off dead? It's not dead, but I mean, I think the Sinbin—they should just—they really should just open it up to be r- real discretionary for the referee. So uh, this guy is just making a cunt of himself. Yep. Sit down. And not make it this black and white, if the player does this, then maybe, you know, you might want to think yep. about it. You know, just like, like that, you know, that'd be worth five. Even if it was like, even if you broke it down, you could have like a five and a ten. That sort of thing. Yep. Five minutes, boom. Yep. Off with you. Definitely. Um, And, you know, you could use, and if, if you had a five minute one, which is not the end of the world, but it's punishing, you could do it, you could use it for so many things. Repeated penalties, you know, this is another thing that came up this week, like repeated penalties in, you know, when defending your goal line, you know, just to, to stifle the attack.
0: Better than just fucking st- Benji Marshall's idea. Do you see that shit?
1: I saw the headline, but I didn't read it because it said Benji
0: Marshall's idea. Why people even go to him as a rugby league authority?
1: It said it said Benji Marshall's idea, and then I think the subtitle said something about touch football, and at that point, There's I was a, just like, I'm Apparently, that.
0: A, apparently a, a rule in touch football, whereas every time you give away an infringement, yeah. Defending your line. Yeah. So I don't know what they classify as defending your line, whether it's closer than 10 metres. Yeah. Um, you're
1: starting with your back foot on the line, you know, touching it.
0: You, know. you, have, you have to send a player off. So every time you give away a penalty on your line, you have to send a player off. Yeah. And they can only come back on if the team scores or you get the ball back.
1: Okay. Which is
0: just stupid.
1: That sounds like one of those stupid things that they that they say they're gonna try in the All Star game and then they do it and it turns out to be fucking ridiculous and yeah. not work anyway and then you go, Well, you know so. So what are those things they like in the All Stars game where they'd have like the you know the uh, the extra the bonus like you know score a try instead of take a conversion and things like that and everyone's like oh fuck me that sounds like it's going to be exciting as fuck no right. it just gets shut down immediately and nothing up. happens <laughs> it's you get up nothing happens people and, turn know, it back into a second rower it's not it's not <laughs> yeah. gr- it's, it's it's not a it's not a gridiron mate like That's it's it. just <laughs> it, it, there isn't this like you know when you're when you're ten meters out there isn't this high probability that that yeah. a, a point is going to, you know, a touchdown is going to be scored. You Spot know? on. Spot so, on. So. Okay. Um, where are we? Which one are we up to? Luke Shark 74, of course. In honour of the salary cap, tonight's dicks will be delivered in a brown paper bag. <laughs> Ash purple cheats. Uh, Mitch Poole, and he did tweet that to the Storm too, so uh, I love people that run straight like that. Mitch Poole 01. And he's got his name is, uh Mitch Poole. With the little fucking accent above the E. Mm. Uh, it's a P-O-O-L-E. So they're very, very fucking European and cosmopolitan. The Storm can have a big old bag of dicks to go with their asterisk. Hash up
0: up Cronulla. Sure it's not a big ol' lay bag of dicks?
1: <laughs> you all know, no, he does have the thing there, but yeah. Mr. Umlat. MJ Eagle 23. Congratulations to the Cronulla Sharks in winning the Manly Seagulls Bunnies Cup. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Just to think, like you know, in in 2016 we could be talking about the Storm being Manly's bunnies. It's fucking tremendous. What time to be alive? Special K online. well, even when we were fucking losing, like the first two games, the only two games we won in about the first 100 last season was against the Storm. Uh, Special K online. The day Cronk and Smith retire, I will come so hard. <laughs> I had to put that one in there as the last tweet of the week because it was just too good to. Too good to refuse. If you want specifics, don't ask us. Ask him. Previews, very quickly. Fucking hell, here we go. All intentions to blast through it tonight, and here we are after the two-hour mark already. Um, the Mighty Manly Seagulls take on the South Sydney Rabbitohs on uh, Thursday. So tomorrow night, tonight, I guess, as you're listening to it, Brookvale Oval, the Fortress. Seagulls, as we've mentioned several times, with much great laughter. Appy Coruscant <laughs> has got the coveted 7 jersey um, in the absence of Cherry Evans, who uh, has a, a high ankle sprain. Uh, he had scans on tuesday or monday and they're saying four weeks on sunday just talking to family and they said two weeks but that was probably before he had the proper scans and everything so that was mm. more hopeful than anything but you never know i'm hoping it's closer to two weeks than four weeks let me tell you especially if appy's
0: the one originally they thought two but then they discovered after the scan, the scans that he um, had some sand in his vagina
1: oh they're saying his ankle his ankle
0: back flipped. no it's, it's two weeks no, it's, <laughs> but um look
1: Fucking X Factor. Who the fuck knows? Look, I, I'm, I'm gonna, I have assumptions to can, make. Can
0: I just put something out there? Just go for it. That that phrase hasn't been used on on the pod all year. Which phrase is that? X Factor. Yeah. And I fucking detest it. Yeah. It's a bullshit cop out. And I I I'm a hundred percent against X Factor.
1: Where did that begin for you?
0: Years ago Who when Wendell fucking Sailor started calling everyone the X Factor.
1: Show me show me on show me on this pop vinyl where the X Factor touched you.
0: <laughs> Does your pop vinyl have a soul? Um, <laughs> no. Well, it, here, here's a female Thor one and you, you know, touch you it know on a It was it was the Ben Barber year. Okay. It was when Ben Barber won the Dally M and every team needed to have an X Factor. And all an X Factor player had to do was have some speed. So instead of saying this player has a good turn of pace yeah. and the ability to put a good step on, yeah. they were all of a sudden an X Factor, and there were big graphics everywhere that every time he said X Factor, this fucking X came up. <laughs> that's the that's the re- That's the, the reality. reality. It, it's that's just, the reality. Talent competition. It's lazy. Show. <laughs> it's fucking lazy. So <laughs> sorry. Back to your preview of the game. So
1: yeah. So on the, so on, so on that note, um, X Factor for Manly is uh, a. <laughs> <laughs> Got assumptions that I would like to make about his ability to play a seven, and I think not very well is is a, is a is a pretty conservative way to put it. However, I'm I'm a, I'm a I'm a grown ass man. I can admit when I'm wrong. So if mm. he comes out and fucking sets up like four tries and everything, then great.
0: I, I think he played six for us a couple of times yeah, last that's year. When, that's
1: when that's when half your packet of biscuits um, was fully crushed.
0: Yeah. So look to to come into a, a team that wasn't. Wasn't running on any sort of momentum, and and he had some decent games. Yeah, like like I, there was a reason that I was, I wasn't upset. I wasn't devoured, but there was a reason that that I was a little bit sad that he'd gone. Yeah, and I, and I think it was on the form of a couple of games last year. So, okay.
1: um, more exciting for me is that Brenton Lawrence has been promoted to starting the starting side on the back of the the two great games he had before he was suspended for a week. And he gets suspended for was for kneeing, kneeing Michael Ennis into balls or something. Like fucking, who gets suspended for that? That's three Dalian points every day yeah. of the week. Um, Marty Depauw's back as well. Hopefully he can continue on his uh, on his merry way this season. He's making a fucking believer out of me. Um, I've been on the record to say massive flat track bully, especially in his West Tigers days um, and early this season as well. But the fact that that guy's playing eighty minutes and putting in reasonable quality like you know having doing some spectacular things and some you know some decent quality in that 80 minutes if you can continue that up fuck man big
0: believer Willie um, Army named on an extended bench
1: yeah what the fuck's that all about oh actually have you got I don't have Willie Army on there what are you talking about yeah I've got the, a bench of Lewis Brown Josh Starling Darcy Lussick and Vave with Leary and Luke Burgess on the extended bench which is more to the, more saying that you know there might be potential no Luke, forward,
0: forward no Luke Burgess, forward
1: dropping in. No Luke Burgess. Like yeah yeah. Well, he was only in there thanks to the suspensions of um yeah. DJ into power, So
0: Willie Army back in the squad.
1: Yeah, I don't. I had. I, what numbers he got? I don't see him on there.
0: Fuck he's literally not on there. Look, Oh he's not on mine either. Just no, not, he's, oh he's making just, it up. Yeah, you motherfucker.
1: Um, he's fucking. You did very good. well to keep a lid on that. Oh, you give me a fucking
0: fright, man. Nice. I'll fucking kill you, man. <laughs> yeah, they're you want to die? This is this is the way you're going to I, die. I think South's, even with the players they have out,
1: five-day turnaround, massively untested, and who fucking knows halves combination. Yep. even if they're great they're still played together for like a you know five day turnaround and they probably get two training sessions together max. So yeah. anything they do, there's gonna be no yep. chemistry. It's gonna be like somehow ad lib genius, fluky sort of In, stuff. Individual
0: bris- yeah. brilliance with there
1: yeah. and And I mean uh, uh, Appy Happy the individual brilliance is not something that I that I associate
0: with him. No, not at all. Not at
1: um, all I mean, maybe seven, maybe it's his thing. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's um you know the the Good Burgess brother is back for St George.
1: Yeah, he's back uh-oh. They don't have the five day turnaround, and this is the second five day turnaround for Manly as well. So there's like a, there's a fatigue factor in there. Yeah, there's it's great they've got some you know Sweet. guys like to power that back in. So I think that they potentially you know could be better than last week because I mean let's be honest right you know. Cherry Evans hasn't been, like, a dominant, you know, guy. I mean, he's been he's been doing some okay things, but, I mean, he hasn't been... No, he's
0: a fucking wet sail, so... Yeah,
1: he, but he, he hasn't been, you know, setting everything up. I mean, a lot of the stuff has been coming from, you know, Jamie Lyon and you know, Tommy Turbo yeah. and that, and those guys are going to be there. Brett Stewart obviously acts as an additional playmaker when they, you know, sort of hit the hit the red zone. So, who you know, they could fucking, you know, they, they could, uh, you know, shock the world, and if yep. the, the Rabbits of last week turned up again... No,
0: oh, look, they Jeez, could. I hope they do. They could, but they won't. I think uh, I think South will get them at the Pillow Fortress.
1: Yeah, that's Pertech, mate. They're not playing there. They're playing at Brookvale, the actual fucking
0: Hey, if the part. shoe fits.
1: If the shoe fits. Well, the shoe doesn't fit, so you must have quit. No.
0: You guys are like... like. are saying no
1: Cinderella story, fucking rabbits motherfucker. The shoe don't you know? fit.
0: Popes, Popes would take the name of a predecessor <laughs> that they believe they shared the qualities with. <laughs> so on what's been a very religious fucking episode uh-huh. in sharing the qualities Brookvale is the new Pillow Fortress
1: and Xenu fucking put a giant vacuum cleaner over the top of volcanoes after blowing up the fucking Thetans with nuclear weapons and sucked their souls in and blew, and, and blew them up with di- with alien spaceships that looked a lot like DC-8s with hydrogen bombs you're going to be very upset so all I'm saying is Tom clearly Kruse manly or- you're going to win this game <laughs>
0: Very upset when Tom Cruise and John Travolta Are making you airtight later on this evening <laughs> That'd be half-time entertainment <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, I think South will get there
1: I think they probably will But um, I'm, f- I'm fully prepared uh, to, to, happy to shock the world mm. Gold Coast Titans take on Brisbane Broncos Friday night footbridge down at Seabus Hope Solo Coliseum Yeah, Look, get this- out there Titans fans Exactly um yeah and I do have a note actually from the Titans administration that says that this game is not dressed as a seat theme. So um if you guys could uh not wear the not wear the aqua and the yellow seat costumes this time, that would be great. Thank you it's, very much.
0: Uh, fantastic. Um, purely based on form you have to go to the Broncos. They get Corey Oates back out wide. The only thing that could stop them is if Sam gets a plane here from Singapore, and just has this under you know controllable desire to, to beat off over Corey Oates and mop himself up with his winning first try score, a ticket and might put I'd a like him get home
1: though like him get that get that first try score again just it's
0: good as <laughs> you know for it to be a thing. That'd be I'd
1: love to keep being a thing because then I'd be put money fantastic. on that thing and make money too. So it's yeah, you know, everyone's happy.
0: And then I'd put money on that thing and it wouldn't be a thing anymore. <laughs> and then we'd all
1: be fucking fr- fr- <laughs> shot in the knees by gangsters, <laughs> so, <laughs> fucking loan sharks. <laughs> yeah, Brisbane comfortably. I like Brisbane comfortably too. I mean, it's, as you said earlier, it's a great test for the Titans to see where they're at. I mean, like they've you know, been some pretty fucking average size so far this season, but they've done so and not looked good doing it but they've they've had a great deal of spirit and you know and looked pretty solid so if nothing else this is a great test for them to see if they're you know if that's kind of a flash in the pan thing and how far Hart can carry them yep um, and you know hopefully they can get them uh, get the Broncos right in the party.
0: nice
1: Broncos a window I think fairly comfortably too Melbourne Storm take on the Newcastle Knights on Saturday afternoon down in Melbourne and this one is going to be Melbourne by a thousand next yes Newcastle uh, rugby league is a funny game, though, and one of these days Newcastle's going to win a game, Thinking and it's upset, going to be yeah. it's going to be one where
0: it's like absolutely bullshit, like the last one you expected. Um, Look, they, they may pick up a couple around Origin time, but um, I, I don't think it's going to be Melbourne in Melbourne. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, I don't. I remember the the finals a couple of years when, they, when it was when it was Melbourne. Just yeah, and the side was nothing like it is now. Yeah. But lose by a thousand. Uh, where are we? West Tigers up. take on the Cronulla Sutherland Sharks at Campbelltown Stadium Saturday afternoon. This one, the future of the West Tigers versus the past of the West Tigers, essentially. Um, well, actually, we've got a we Hino on the bench. Feeder. They're not, as much, they're not as tigerish as they used to be, that's for sure. Okay, so the Sharks obviously coming off a high, beating a Storm, a team that's, you know been somewhat of a nemesis for them yep. you know, over recent times that's it uh, the Tigers disappointing two weeks in a row like I'm still I'm not this believer of the Sharks but I think that the Sharks can certainly can certainly overcome uh, the West Tigers in the you know through the forwards um, you know for super coach purposes and just for once again for origin credentials I hope Tedesco carves these fucking idiots up yeah. uh, badly but I just have this feeling the, the Sharks are that drag people down into in, into into, into the grind into a quagmire uh, and defeat yeah, yeah. them with experience in that and I, and I think that that's still going to be the default position that the Sharks always go to they, yep. sh- they struggle with teams like Melbourne who also you know are great at doing that yep. um, I, th- I don't know if the West Tigers are disciplined enough to, to, to tough that out and it's probably the sort of thing where they're going to try and chuck their way out of trouble and
0: if they succeed, then, you know, they're gonna win. Look, if in your your tipping competition, um, or just, you know, on the punt or just, just for bragging rights, you ne- you need a roughie this week. The mm-hmm. West Tigers would be my pick of the round.
1: Yeah, I think so. For an
0: upset. Yeah. Um I, I think if the if the Tigers can show as staunch a defence as they did against Parramatta last week, then they've got the attacking power. And I think their their advantages in terms of speed and, and tenacity around their attack. Uh, are suited to to playing a team like Cronulla, yep. so I, I I really do think Cronulla will come over the Bickies, but uh, I'm I'm hedging on on West being a strong possibility for an upset.
1: Big X factor in this game, Robbie Farah starting in a nine, at least as as listed here. Mm. Maybe he'll move back to the bench. Mm. I don't know, but I'm just checking the lineup.
0: Oh, they still could. They still could run with three hookers. Just, just putting it out there for you as well. Donald Trump supporters also use the phrase "X factor" willy nilly. <laughs> Sorry, keep going.
1: Well, it's a good thing I'm not using willy nilly. I'm actually using it. You know, in its correct context, just repeatedly. That's all. <laughs> so yeah, Robbie Farrar, big X factor because, I mean, when it comes to the West Tigers, the X factor is whether or not he's actually stifling their x-factors or if his experience is something that could settle them in, in what could be a dour affair
0: yeah it, I, I hope pride hasn't kept him there honestly <laughs> I, I really hope that robbie would be smart enough to know that if he was a detriment to the team he owes it to the fans that have paid his wages for substandard performances to fucking 11 plus years
1: can you Please name me one player <laughs> who's ever fallen on their own sword because they realised that their time had come
0: Luke during Lewis. a season. Luke Lewis. He never did not during a season. Yep, when they got the cap when they took the captaincy from him at Penrith. That sounds like that sounds like someone getting the getting the shits. No, he fell on, losing the captaincy. He fell on his sword and he sat down with Gus and he said, I'm gonna retire at the end of the year And that's when Gus said to him, You need to get out of Penrith, you've played here since you were eight years old. Go, go somewhere else and he did that for the good of the club and the good of himself unfortunately now he's playing for the Sharks and I believe it gave him cancer to greater success but um, <laughs> no, he's
1: um, and, and no more cancer I'd, I'd, so I don't know whether that's you know
0: I'd hope Robbie's not staying there for a pride factor He's not way. staying for Pride Factor. I don't think anyone would stay
1: for for Pride. He'd be staying because he he would truly believe that he is still the, the greatest fucking hooker in Balmain history.
0: I, I don't understand then why why he wouldn't be playing an eighty minute role. If you're not fit enough for eighty minutes, you're a detriment to your team with the new interchange rules. Playing hooker.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you know, there's uh, yeah, there's a lot of guys that aren't eighty minute players though. You know, in, nah, in Robbie's a well. detriment.
0: He's a detriment hey. to the Tigers, to New South Wales, hey, to hey. the Gamma Rugby League, to the human hey,
1: race. Hey, you're not you're not looking at fucking like a, the the mirror image <laughs> of Carl Pilkington right now, alright? You understand that i fucking agree with everything you said and have said said said, said as much for the last five plus years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, We're on the same side here. I was <laughs> just trying to be devil's advocate. Um, okay, now North Queensland Cowboys take on the St George Illawarra Dragons at 1300 Teeth Saturday night, 7:30. Look, North Queensland. Yeah. I was just, I was trying to think of a way to sort of, to sort of soften, soften the delivery. But yeah, Dragons. No. 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 The, the, uh, the Cowboys are in great form despite their loss last week. I mean, you know, extra time, you know, razor thin situation. Exactly. Yeah. uh, You're you're dreaming, Dragons fans. Yeah.
0: A round round four loss. Yeah. You're not playing Doesn't, doesn't do the same mental damage as, say, a grand final loss. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you're not playing the Panthers this week, Dragons. Yeah. Sydney Roosters take on the New Zealand Warriors up at Central Coast Stadium. So in front of a, an audience who thoroughly did not deserve rugby league played on their doorstep, but they'll get it anyway. And so, so we so. are. The Warriors that aren't quite fully formed. The Roosters that are improving, but Nick has been recalled into into the halves, so uh, as opposed to Guerra playing there. Uh Hey, to
0: Nick So They're really getting nobody back that they've been missing. Um, I really wanted to, to like that Mitchell kid when I, when I saw him. I really enjoy watching a young kid coming in and yeah. you know, doing well. Oh, you're and, talking about
1: Luttrell, the next Greg Inglis Mitchell.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, playing playing with a bit of confidence. You yeah. had the, the guy for Canterbury kick the, the conversion that sunk us. And you had... Uh, Martin kicked the the field goal for for yep. Penrith last week to beat brisbane. fantastic this mitchell kid just looks like a crying little bitch <laughs> he did bit you Mitchell Moses, if you will he, he <laughs> just looks at you know some somebody's brought him up to play with the big boys, yeah, and whenever anything goes wrong, it's not my fault it's not my fault, it's not my fault, it's not my fault yeah um so he's dead to me <laughs> the, <laughs> The, the Roosters get nobody back. The Warriors uh, are the same. Um, I think the Warriors have the capacity to, to put a bit of mental damage on the Roosters. If, yeah. if they can play with some cohesion. If there's one thing the Roosters haven't been doing this year, it's muscling up. And the, the Warriors have the capacity to, to throw some big blokes at you yeah, early on yeah. in the game. And I think if they can put a little bit of damage in there, then they'll run away with it
1: yeah it's just it's, it's really hard because like I look at the roosters and you think well you know they're still they're not a world away from uh you know the being themselves I mean they showed some improvement last week. Mm. it's just you know a little mm. bit of luck I mean it is hard the more the more games you lose the you know the harder it is to yeah you know finally break through for that win uh Look, I'm I'm just not convinced. The reason why I'm just struggling over the decision is because I'm I'm still not sold that the Warriors are back. Look, based on settled lineup, I'm going to go with the Warriors, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if this is the week that the Roosters uh, break that duck egg. Mm -hmm. Penrith Panthers, sorry, no, Parramatta Eels take on the Penrith Panthers out at the Pillow Fortress, and I'm sorry to
0: say that I'm very quickly just going to say Parramatta and fairly easily. Yeah, me too. The only thing I can hope for really out of this game is that Moylan comes through uninjured. He's been named. Yeah. So, um, you know, get get your feet wet, son. Get yep. in. Very extended bench, eh? Hey? Who have we named?
1: On my list here, you've got Lattimore and Elijah Taylor.
0: PG Elijah Taylor, who you're doing, looking for a new home, I think. Like Fisher-Harris, Taylor, Lattimore. Yeah. There's a long bench. Well, Moylan's at fullback, which yep. I'm happy with. Yep um martin's still at six Sowards at seven um Wallace at nine massive x factor <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> i'd much prefer peachy at 9 i yeah'd much prefer peachy at nine yeah I, I just think he offers much more uh much more um dynamic attack he can, he can run the ball much better than Wallace can um, he, he's he got to be as competent at giving service at a dummy half because yeah. Wallace is nothing special and, and whilst Wallace's defensive effort has been commendable the number of missed tackles that he's had really isn't what you want Yeah. in a in a professional number nine on a rugby league field so if anything I'd change I'd dump Wallace probably in a Vada caustic soda and
1: well, look, the old the old rugby league, on, but the old rugby league adage, I guess you'd say, is um you know is is very true when it comes to people like Peter Wallace, and it said um the souls make tackles, and there's obviously redheaded monsters without souls.
0: Look, I'll say it to you again that I don't believe any human being should be judged on any sort of physical characteristic, and I think you're a fucking horrible person. It doesn't surprise me you're a manly fan. <laughs> where's, so,
1: the, where's the punchline where you turn on Peter Wallace?
0: No, no, no. no. uh, but it, wow, I'd uh. We've had a massive turnaround. Week week five. Let's
1: let's mark this down. Week five.
0: He's he's growing on me like a fungus. (laughs) Like a a tumor. Like Uh, a a tackle missing fungus. Uh, (laughs) You know, I I saw Jamie Soward on Twitter the other week tweet at Chicago Bulls fans. Like actually adding Chicago Bulls fans. Yeah. Saying, what's the go? On paper, you've got a fantastic lineup, but you're not winning games or something to that effect. And I'm like, I almost wanted to tweet at him Pot, this is the kettle. What, hello?
1: What what I would do in that situation is I would do like a fake RT R T at Michael Jordan and then fucking say something about Penrith and how they're going. That's 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 the way a professional plays Yeah,
0: are. or or just tweet something at at Larry Bird saying this this guy Cedric Cunt and should have never played the game of basketball. <laughs>
1: Okay, but um... Well, you just do the sad Jordan meme, with like a Jamie Sauer one with under the headgear and everything. <laughs> Fucking, that's giving me ideas for the yeah. weekend. If I've got time in Penrith lose. I think, based on okay. form, Parramatta are going to get this one. Yeah. Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs take on the Canberra Raiders at Belmore. The Monday night foot bitch, and, uh... Monday night, hopper in the house. Look, Doggy's going pretty well at the moment. And Canberra, I mean... You know, they've, they've, over, they've overachieved, according to my expectations, but they've, they've probably met the expectations of, of mm. their fan base and, and some rugby league journalists who, you know, picked them to improve quite, you know, markedly this season. Um, Caesar and Austin are back? Yes. They're they named back this so, I mean, Whether they're back or not, I I've, can only assume that they are because there doesn't appear to be any any shadow players on an extended bench or anything like that. Yeah, so, no. at this side, you've got to this stage you have to assume they're going to be there chemistry will probably be an issue um early on i still think the dogs are, are looking like a very early season finished product yep um the, you know that precludes you know whether they've got an extra gear or whatever to go up when the time comes but this point was talking about that sort of shit now anyway i mean at this stage of the season they're looking like a fairly complete sort of a sort of a lineup at the moment yeah and i'd see no reason why they uh you know couldn't win quite well The Belmore too I mean Belmore you know they grow an extra head at Belmore
0: that's it I I agree completely Um, I I think with with both their first choice halves out a lot of the other players in and around Canberra came to the party yep and my fear for them is that now that they've got uh, Austin and Caesar back those guys go back into their shell Mm -hmm. and expect them to do it all for them again and I think the Dogs are too much of a, a quality team to do that against
1: And that is full time for episode 215 thanks for listening everyone as always you can interact with us on Twitter so follow at TWI League or also on Facebook facebook.com forward slash this week in league so hit the like button share the posts around help us spread the good word no new reviews on iTunes this week so seriously one of the best ways you can support the show is by hitting the subscribe button in iTunes throwing us a review all that good shit uh, helps work the magic um, that keeps us keeps us in the up the charts and uh, in the what's hot section we've been in, like on the top, on the first point on the grid for the What's Hot section since the start of the season. So, that's tremendous. Since before the episodes started coming out too, so people listened enough to
0: bump us up there before we even did an episode this year. So, tremendous. Introduce your mum to us. Introduce your aunts and uncles. Oh, they'd be mad for it. If you work in customer service, introduce us to your customers. Give them a link. You want to make some sales? Damn straight. It's like, oh, like, you know, you know, you know, if, you're, if you're at school, you know, share with your teachers. Do a fucking two-year mission to a third world country, introducing people to This Week in League. Show your dedication. Exactly. Walk around a people's house on a Sunday morning, disturbing them. Knocking on the door. Just, just spreading the word. Spreading I'd like word. to share with you the good news. Just
1: passing them a pair of headphones, you know, attached to like an, an iPod shuffle and just saying, just fucking stand there and listen to this. Spot on. Three hours later. <laughs> Uh Coach, head to heads uh, away, but we just uh, will follow the the group competition and uh, the aforementioned Ram and Robo still up there on top. So uh, well done, son, and uh, shout out to the boys in the crew. Uh, just putting
0: it out there. Yeah, there needs to be a disclaimer before we spoke to them previously in this episode. Yeah, don't operate any heavy machinery while you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> we accept no responsibility. True. True. <laughs> Missing digits.
1: Uh, SFC, NZ underscore Magpie 54, Too Much Tuners, Winter is Crowding, Fijian Eels, Puds, Picks, The Rejects, The Wendels, and Toto's Terrors make up the top 10. Tipping, David Kingston on top, and uh, he's tied with a bunch of other people. Desi's Ducks, Doug's, and One-Eyed Tiger. They're the top four at the moment. One point back, we have Nickel, Lemon, Solzy, JB, Micus and Erebus Chaos. So congratulations to all you guys. Keep it up. And the Pick the Ladder competition is uh, something that I put the wrong screenshot in for at the moment, so we'll fucking catch up with that next week when the rest of the people put their uh, shit in. And nice so, one. Once again, it's Dog at DAWG87. Tweet him, you know, if you just, you know, type it out in a document and then, you know, Copy and paste a screenshot or something to him in Twitter. Use the DM notes section. On your app. Use the notes yeah. section if you're on yeah. your app. Use the note, the notes app, exactly. And a lot of that's happened. So uh, yeah, send them through. So basically, what you
0: need to do is send him your final mm-hmm. table one through sixteen. And um, remember, as Zeno says, if enough people believe, shit happens. So feel free to put Manly last. That did not happen at all. If enough people believe it, it did. Yeah, no, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, that's, that's not Scientology. That's the secret. Oh, really? Yeah. It's the law of attraction. i got to get my cult right. Okay. It's
1: pretty much the same deal for
0: that. No worries. No worries. So. <laughs> We've got to stop this. We're going to get sued.
1: <laughs> well, Scientology, it's not a matter of getting sued. I mean, they'll tie you up in litigation for the rest of your life till you have no assets left, but then they'll fucking get the Sea Org to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, we are out of here. And if uh, yeah, you don't hear from us next week, now you, you know that we are starring in a personal fucking Travolta film <laughs> uh, based on his own personal remake of Eight Millimeters,
0: starring Nicholas Cage and the Machine. Fantastic. Have a good week, Tall Nation.